Shout out Bobby. Six in there, like, oh my goodness. I just did that for the ad lib. Keep that. Oh my goodness, oh my god, I'm coming with the goodness. Acting like I ain't been in it, like I ain't been pushing my limit. Hold up, wait up, get your weight up. Be up, be fuck with rock, get the fade up. They see this made up, straight up. Welcome to New Jump City, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us as usual. I am Christian Espinal, your host, and right beside me, as always, is my boy Joshua Kerr. What up, Chris? Yeah, yeah. What up, everybody? Across from us, as usual, is our producer, Edgelord Big News. Brian. Why can't you just let me have <laughs> just one name? Because this is who you are, Brian. This I like is your I like, destiny. I like being just big news. No, you're also an Edgelord, though. Not I feel came like it's cooler. Like, you have way more clout the more nicknames you collect. Yeah, yeah. It's an overall <laughs> good thing. And if you don't care for it, I care for it. Yeah, I don't know why Bring you... Bring some notoriety to this show, bro. I mean, you know, it's in his edgelord nature to to complain about... As it is. <laughs> about positive things. What a drag. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's get into plurks because we actually have a lot of shit to cover. World Trigger's back. We have uh, Death Note, one shot to look at, but... Um, before we get into anything, oh yeah, find us on the social medias at the Chris Espinall on Twitter and Instagram. Josh is giving me the look. Josh, where, where are you on the social medias? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Brian? You can find me at v.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. Are you okay, Josh? I forgot, right? I forgot. <laughs> I knew something. I knew I was missing something. Well. Oh, well, at first I thought it was Promise Neverland, which it was, but. It wasn't. Promise Neverland didn't even come out this week. I know. That's. <sighs> I fucked up, guys. It's okay. Right. It's just a one shot. You know, we're just reviewing it for funsies. Yeah, just, give me the sauce. It's just an 87 page info. one shot. Yeah, it's just an 87. You read the whole thing? Yeah, dude. All right, thank goodness. I read it twice. Yeah, me too. Oh, um, double good. Anyway, find us on, uh, find the show at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any suggestions, questions, anything you want us to know uh, about stuff. Uh, we have a YouTube page. Find us all on that. We have. Uh, a Spotify thing. Find us all on that if you if you care for that. Uh, leave us a five star review on iTunes or you know any kind of review. We can't really solicit for five star apparently, but you know what we want. Uh, find us on. Uh, give us a review. That'll be sick. Um, without further ado, spoiler alerts ahead. Brian, randomize me. <laughs> My hero, Akka. Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. No. Don't you dare. I have, I've worked on this job really hard. Here no. comes the news. This is New Jump City Action News with Big News Brian. Hello, New Jump Citizens. I have very, <laughs> I come bearing bad news and extreme sadness. 
for our poor, poor author of My Hero Academia, for he cannot catch a break. What? Uh, you guys are going to come and find out the name of Uchiko, yes? No. What? Uchiko, the, the doctor uh, in, in My yeah. Hero Academia. You'll find out his name this chapter. It is no longer his name because apparently uh, there has been a huge resurgence from Reddit that have attacked the man and they have uh, they are upset that the name is associated with a actual doctor named Maruta what that experimented on bodies oh, during an, an actual <laughs> camp in, in Japan once in a once oh my a God, long really? time ago yeah in World War 2 yeah, it was a really long time ago. There was this doctor that was wow. part of a special task force that literally experimented with bodies. And, uh, whoa. Yeah, everybody whoa. got pissed off. Jump made an official apology, and they have now changed Uchiko's real name. Uh, they will change it in the next chapter, so we will find I out. I mean, then. it wasn't his name here. His name is Murata or something. Ma- Maruta, yes. Yeah. Maruta Shiga. Oh, I thought you said it was something else. You no. said Uchika. No, that's his. That's his villain name Uchiko oh his real name is Maruta Shiga but they're gonna change that now because it was everybody Uh, got really pissed off so the first thought that comes to my head is that are they upset because it shames Japan because they're shedding he's bringing something to light like a piece of Japanese history that they're ashamed of or is they're just upset that they're putting someone that was so infamous and, and I guess horrendous in a children's comic, I don't know. I think I it's mean, a little bit of both. There's people who are upset that because um, it was during a time because people had family that was in that kind of situation. So some people view it as a as a what the fuck kind of thing. Like yeah. why is this in here? And some other people see it as you know a little too far. Like you shouldn't be putting somebody's name like that into into. Uh, yeah, I guess I see both sides of this. Honestly, uh, I understand. In well, one I half, yeah, on I guess it's kind of like a little edge lordy thing to do, to just make him uh, the the name of a mass murder body beast. Thank yeah, geez. but it's also just like it's not like he's like a good guy in this. It's, in fact, no, he, not he at comes all. Comes off pretty bad in this chapter. Yeah, um, I mean, he told Midoriya he had no quirk with with no problem at all. Yeah. That was really soulless. Um, I don't know. I feel he was two ways. Never a good guy at any point, right? <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter um, if he if they changed his name or not. You know, if that's what they want, they should. I guess if that, if it was that big a deal, I don't mind it because it doesn't really have an effect on the character. Yeah, it doesn't. So. And it, yeah, I, I I can respect people's feelings, and if it you know if it's that sensitive to that larger group of people, then changing the name of a character in a fictional comic is not you know. It's not a huge deal. Yeah. Maybe that's fair. But uh, okay. in any case, I guess we should get into the chapter proper. Uh, this is My Hero Academia, chapter 259, A Quiet Beginning. Um, we get a little bit of an introduction to uh, Maruta Shiga, who we just heard about. Uh, he is the doctor that, uh, he is Dr. Dharma, um, which I thought that was his villain name. That's what he went by, was Dr. Dharma. Yeah, there's a lot of different names for him, I guess, because I also heard Uchigo was one of his names, too. Hmm. But. Who knew? Um, but in any case, uh, apparently we get a little more into his backstory. He founded the hospital and is the uh, current chairman of the board. He also promoted, promoted like community-based medicine, uh, community-based medicine rooted in quirks. Uh, he built up a bunch of orphanages and nursing homes, uh, 
all just I guess I guess he's like that's how he fostered people with quirks. So yeah, from one gets deal. He just took advantage of all these mm-hmm. communities by posing as a doctor, especially the orphans. Yeah, I didn't have anyone to go back. Yeah, I don't think he was posing. I think he was actually a doctor. Like, I mean, you know, no, yeah, as but a, he was as doing a medical stuff yeah. underground. Yeah, he's he he's pro- he's a medical doctor, but he's also, I guess, posing is the wrong word, but like he just has a side hustle. Like, has he a, healed and saved? Uh, you know, handfuls of people throughout his career. Yes. Probably more. I would. I would agree with mm-hmm. that. That's most but that was just to build the cover. Yeah, and and murder and and steal the quirks of what hundreds of others. So you know, yeah. still an asshole. <laughs> still an yeah, asshole, in my opinion. Um, apparently, via Hawk Stay got proof that apparently, like his hideout's just underneath the fucking the, in the hospital that he works in. Uh, the proof is this photo of this Digimon, this Digimon of this rookie level Digimon. No, no, stage one. Yeah, this is pretty funny. Uh, I like him a lot. Right? Baby Nomu. Yeah, baby yeah. Nomu. nomu, nomu. <laughs> uh, if we get a Muppet baby, is that spinoff with all the Nomu? That'd be pretty sick. Um, it looks so. No, it looks creepy. It is that. creepy. That is an ex- exposed brain. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. It's not incredible, but uh, anyway, uh, okay. So the plan is they're gonna take down the League of Villains today. They're not fucking around. Uh, so they have a whole bunch of heroes just out here, um, you know, just leading the charge. They're storming like the building, the League of Villains hideout, or the Paranormal Liberation Front's hideout. Uh, a few students are in the front lines apparently, uh, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Kirishima is one of them. Meanwhile, uh, some other heroes from Class A and Class B random are um, are hiding in the forest. I guess they're gonna they they are in charge of evacuating the city in case the hero the villains strike there. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's revealed that they get the uh, info. All they got all this information from Hawks, and uh, they this is my favorite part of the chapter. Yes, this is my favorite part. Slide and go is in uh, the downtown area. And he's just wandering around, and any he notice. Who's sliding go? This guy. He's one. Of, he's the paranormal liberation. Oh yeah. He's but the. Oh, for the context, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sliding go was the paranormal liberation hero who was just undercover for them. And then as he's walking around, he's noticing there's no fucking heroes around. He's like, "What's going on here?" And then fucking Death Arm shows up, puts him in the fucking net, like arm lock, and is like, "I'm gonna crack your neck, boy. You backstabbing liberation nut." I, I want to see what he does. He's cool. Or it just takes him out of commission. Oh, he's he's probably just so strong. <laughs> I want to see what his power specifically is. Um, but anyway, yeah. Hey, you never know. Slide and go might actually be a, a, a threat for him, and we might have to see what he can do. That would be pretty funny. He's got a cape. <laughs> he does have a cape. Uh, he looks like Mr. Incredible, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, he's fast, too. So, I mean, I'm whatever. Yeah. I'm sure um, he ain't a chump. So, uh the rescue squad, the evacuation squad moves in uh, one direction and Endeavor and a bunch of other heroes storm the hospital uh, and they run up on, they run up on Murad. They're like, what up? Say, we know what time it is. <laughs> he doesn't even try to deny it. He just looks so scared. He knows. Yeah. And at this point, uh, Shigaraki is still uh, loading. <laughs> it's, he's basically, he's like right now, it's like, all's running smoothly. Tomura Shigaraki should be ready in just over one month. Bang, kicking the door. Then right there, Endeavor himself is like, what up? His face is awesome, though. He's just like, oh. 
He's really scared. Yeah. Um, he, I, they, he wasn't expecting this. It's not going to be one of those, ha-ha, we was expecting you. Ooh, old party to plan. Uh, but I don't expect it to go at part of the hero's plan either. No, I'm yeah, sure that's the cool thing about the villains is that they 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 can you know they're quick on their feet as well, the same way the heroes are. So they yeah. can handle unexpected situations because yeah. this is a good writer, yeah. except for when they put you know ancient murderers from <laughs> not Japan. ancient, yeah, but not ancient, <laughs> but modern murderers. mass murderers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, technically, he wasn't a murderer. He was just uh, a guy who did experiments on. It's not better, Shit. but for sure, a, sci- a sociopath. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, bad. we're splitting hairs here on our sociopaths. Yeah. Um, but that was my hero academia. I'm very excited. This is like more of a building action chapter. Um, next chapter, I imagine we're gonna get into the real meat of what's going on here. Uh, but with that being said, uh, do you want me to say anything before we go? I just hope he kills the doctor real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, know. I, mean, I don't say they have to win this situation like, in crap. the hospital. <laughs> he's dead. But just shoot the fire at him and say, yeah, you know, whatever. He's dead, but. We, we didn't need him anyway. Yeah, you know? I'm gonna posit a theory real quick. He could die. That's fine. What's your I, theory? I think um, Endeavor is gonna force uh, the doctor to lead him into the base, and then Shigaraki is gonna wake up earlier than expected and just fucking wreak havoc. They don't need to. All they need is one of those normal guys because he barely oh, won last time. That's true. <laughs> that, that is true. I remember he got all mixed the Nomus the fuck are there too. Up. He yeah. got mopped. Bro. Yeah, all the Nomus are behind that door too. Yeah, so. so yeah, it could go wrong for the heroes. Real I, that's slow for these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I want the doctor to get smoked. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get want smoked. To, to, to escape in the mix. I imagine he him gets like he gets pretty wounded during this battle, but I don't think he's going to get killed. Mm. But then he gets his madness split. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, Brian, randomize us, please. <laughs> Justice League. Ooh, wow, we're starting off with Justice League issue forty. We just talked about Justice League thirty nine last week, right? And now it's all it's just back right away. Um, this is Justice League number forty. Uh, as we figured last week, the uh, the stuff with Lex Luthor is not going to be continued in the pages of Justice League from this point on. So we're getting just a brand new story. Uh, it's written by uh, Robert Vendetti and and drawn by Doug Monkey, two uh, veteran DC writers. So. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, the story picks up in uh, rural min- rural Minnesota. Um, so- Sodom Yacht flies in and crashes. Sodom lands. Yacht. Yeah. Uh, I remember this guy, actually. It took me a minute. But then John Stewart, uh, it, it, the yeah. league gathers around him. is like, who is this guy? And John Stewart's like, he's a Green Lantern. I was like, oh, yeah, Sodom Yacht. He's from, like... Um, the early issues of uh, the Sinestro Corps war, he was during. He was in that. He was. Uh, he was a like prominent character of the Green Lantern Corps cast. Nice for a time. I mean, shit. He's essentially Superman. So yeah, he's pretty lit. Yeah, he comes from a people of um, that are descendants of Kryptonians. They don't have pure Kryptonian blood in them, but they're like half Kryptonian at least. He has like all of Superman's powers apparently. Yeah, they have the best parts of the. the yeah. They have the parts that matter. So. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them, in fact. Uh, so he basically ices most of the league, and Superman's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Superman's like, mm, okay, I know what you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who could. This wanna- is one of those? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. am I going to go ham right league. Let me just keep punching him, and, to, and he keep, keeps punching me, and then he'll, I'll win. I'll, I'll just win. And then, Don't, yeah, okay, so can't wait for those. So we're going to have to take the Dragon Ball approach? Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Hey, that's why Goku let's fly off somewhere chance. else. <laughs> 
Meet me at a desert somewhere in the fucking well, distant Superman galaxy. Bim was about that. Yeah. Uh, He's smart. That's when uh, John Stewart flies in. And he's like, no, no, no. We can settle this regular. He puts uh, goggles on him. And uh, after Saddam Yacht calms down, he's like, like Core Lantern Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's me, you psycho. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he woke up shooting lasers from his eyes. Like. Yeah. Uh, so basically he explains he's on earth because, uh, he's, a, he's now a Senator of the Daxum con- uh, planet. And, uh, after his planet was invaded by the eradicator, a longtime Superman villain who looks exactly like Superman, but with cool shades. Yeah. Fonzie <laughs> Superman. It's, it looks like Superman became a green lantern and only used it to put on shades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Superman looks like he hit the purple. He this Superman looks metal. like he hits jukeboxes and makes them work <laughs> just yeah. by knocking them. <laughs> the yeah. He's a robot guy. So yeah, his uh, his basic thing is that he's a robot designed to uh, maintain the existence of Kryptonians everywhere, like maintain the bloodline. And so he's taken over the Daxon people, who are all at least somewhat Kryptonian. And yeah. uh, he's come to he's coming to Earth because they have the yellow sun there. And that would be best for them in that particular situation for their survival. He wants to kill Superman, too. He doesn't like him at all. So Batman is like, okay, so um, they they don't have kryptonite weakness like you do, Superman. Do you have any other weaknesses? Like, I don't like magic. So Which is true. So Batman's like, well, I guess I'm going to go find a magic person. And he flies off to go meet uh, Madame Xanadu. Um, and, uh, you know... the. That's when like the eradicators just pop up at Earth, and they're just like in Metropolis. They, yeah, straightforward. They're just like, all right, it's over. <laughs> we we've come to take over your planet. Meanwhile, Batman is getting served by Madame Xanadu. She's like, you are my turf. Not yeah, Gotham. even though we're like, known. yeah, even though we're kind of comrades, I'm overly hostile to you. First, yes, don't pull up to my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, You're sneaky. And I guess the next issue we're going to get off the battle with uh, the Eradicators. This is where this issue ends. Um, Can I say the most interesting part of this whole comic was when, um, and I don't mean that in such a savage way, but Wonder Woman and the Flash kind of had a little uh, discussion. While the Fla- all right, while they were fighting against uh, the Daxamite slash Green Lantern Corps member, uh, I forget his name already, uh, the Flash kind of, like, he didn't use the Speed Force. So, I don't know if he's still, like, that's a carryover from his series where he's, uh, he still can't really use it well or there's something else going on. Yeah. But that is, that is interesting. Uh, you know, whenever there's something going on with Barry Allen's powers, it's always a big deal at some point. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Um, this, this issue takes a lot more precedent to make mention of things that are happening around. Yeah. Which is nice. Which they kind of had to do, to be fair, but I'm happy they did it. Um, I'll say this, uh. You know? This issue, but that that fact, it made me realize that DC has been playing catch up with itself for so long. Yeah, like, I, Doomsday Clock has just pushed it back so far that it's just kind of like it's moving ahead, and it's also having to go back and explain a lot of things. Uh, and they've done they've done it really well for what it is. Um, but uh, I'm glad I, I actually like this issue quite a bit. Um, I'm happy we have it. It's very straightforward. Uh, it's not too complicated. The characters are written well. We're getting straight into the conflict, which is nice. It reminds me of Batman's new series too. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think I'm okay with continuing to cover Justice League 
from here on out if you're cool. Yeah, with we'll it. know when it gets really trash. I'll just be like, no, I didn't read it yet. <laughs> and I always read Justice League. Yeah, you know? I'll tell you this. I do like it. As long as we're reading Avengers, we might as well. Bro, yeah, I'll just leave you solo. Words, right? I'm, I'm like, bro, we're still reading Avengers, and I think it's whack every week. So, <laughs> like, we might as well cover this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. If you guys are apprehensive about uh, this new league run, it's run. It's so far first issue impressions of this new run. It's good. Uh, I'm having a good time with it. Um, with that being said, Brian, randomize. Me. Oh boy. Hello. 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 It's one piece. Ooh. I'm gonna let you. Just go ahead, <laughs> and I'll save everything I have to say for the end. All right, this is One Piece chapter 970, Odin versus Kaido. This is my, uh, I want to say, Wait, don't VGC. Do it. <laughs> no, it's RGC, but keep oh. it for a second. Wait till later. Um, well, actually, throw it Certified in there. RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Anyway, um, I had to. I just wanted to say that because I don't want no one to think that. I, I mean that in a negative way. This is certified really good content. chapter, by the way. Yeah, That's very really good chapter. And uh, I dropped that with World Trigger still being on the ducket, guys. Oh yeah, dude. Here we go. That's actually pretty surprising to me. Um, okay, so this, pa- uh, this chapter picks up where it last left off. Odin and the Ayakaza Nine are off to storm Kaido's hideout, and um. As uh, uh, Kaido, uh, as Odin approaches Kaido's hideout, he realizes that Kaido has been fucking ready for them this whole time. Yeah, with magoons. Yeah, he's like, I got spies in your, <laughs> I got spies in your team. It ain't nothing. We've been yeah. new, and I didn't want y'all ruining my mansion. Yeah. So what's up? Yo, Kinemon's ready for <laughs> Kinemon's ready to Nigga toss his hat off mid, mid Yeah He's like, yo, talk less, bro What's up? We sli- we s- <laughs> yo, say no more What time is it? We already done walked here I said enough Oh yeah, my guy? You were ready? <laughs> he said, it's cool Whatever Yeah He was ready too No, they're all kind of taking off their shit mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all ready to scrap I love it Oh my god They didn't need a reason They never needed a reason It's a really cool panel too Overall it's just they're facing. They don't even give a fuck. It's so cool. Um, so basically, it's a lot of like talk. Like, yeah, we were ready for you, and King, and Odin's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still Kozuki. I Odin, bitch. And uh, the I, like, I guess this just is gonna make it last a little longer than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> Odin. <laughs> Odin comes in. He's just like, and the rest of the Ayakaza Nine, they're just like slicing these people up because they are just like a fodder army. Yeah, and I needed this. I needed this because like I, I forgot that the samurais were super duper nice. Yeah, Kingdomon Sam- is supposed to be at least equally strong to Dogstorm. No, not right now because Dogstorm has been alive longer than him. Technically, I don't know about that because Kingdomon got. Tran- All right, at this at current times, not this in the past. Oh, current yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Dorkstorm is probably stronger than. That's you're right, why you're Keenan right. Mon doesn't appear as awesome compared to some of the other like pirates. Yeah, because right Keenan Mon travels to the future yeah. at this point, and he so, so he was just at, which is still really strong. And yeah, he's still like a fire swordsman. That's kind of his thing is that he's able to cut fire. And uh, oh, yeah, hey, I, I thought his 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 gimmick was that he's like a spell casting swordsman. Like no, he has like a devil magic. fruit for sure. Yeah, um, isn't it like isn't it like magic or something? His devil, no, nah, they call it magic because they don't know what else oh. to call it in uh, in Wano. But his devil fruit is like a disguise esque fruit. Wow. If he puts like a random rock on you, he could turn it into a disguise of some sort. That's dope. Yeah, but uh, in any case, they're fighting fighting battles things. Uh, everybody's like just talking about the b- battle that's happening. Uh, 
the young Don Yasui is protecting uh, his wife. He's like, we must be prepared for the worst, because if he loses, this country is lost. Um, Shinobu shows up, and she looks cool, throwing kunai knives everywhere, uh, like Sakura. <laughs> the battle continues for a long time. That's when Queen and King show up, and they start to give uh, the Ayakaza 9 a little trouble, because they're obviously a rank above, and Kaido's still out there spitting fire everywhere. So it's not going great, but Odin still manages to like fly up to him, gives him the Paradise Sotsuka, bitch. Yeah, it finds two sword style. <laughs> yeah. He finds a little opening and catches him slipping. Yeah, and he like falls to the ground. This is like the first time on screen we've seen Kaido actually injured. Um, yeah, he didn't get cut open, but he got slashed hard. Like he took a serious wound. Yeah, and as Ka- as Odin's about to finish him off, uh, he hears the cries of his son. Momonosuke seems to be there. One of the goons got him like at knife point. And uh, while he's distracted, he just gets smacked over the head with the club and knocked out. The same club that caught Luffy. Yeah. And um, Momonosuke transforms into that old lady with the clone clone fruit. Dirty fighting. (laughs) And uh, the rest of the Ayakaza 9 get beat um, and sentenced to prison for their crimes, waiting for punishment. And uh, it's decided that it doesn't seem like his family knows or Yasui knows yet. But uh, in the public square in three days, the Ayakaza 9 and Odin are sentenced to be boiled to death. And Odin's just like, mm. <laughs> all right, you, y'all cheated. <laughs> um, okay, so a few thoughts about this chapter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a secret that we don't know because, again, Odin didn't do this, which he could have. As soon as he got there, you know, he, he waited, he played the fool in the city. So there's still like a little bit more to this that we don't know. Right. Which is I think that's cool. But even aside from that. Right. I don't see how him. He they lost that fight, but he put them in jail. I thought that was really weird. I figured they would have just got executed right there. And then. So it's this is really weird. I, I don't see. I don't see him dying at this point. Like, what the fuck? All right, so now he's alert and up. Like, what are they going to do to him now? They couldn't beat him before. I would say How that. How the fuck um, did they put him in, this, in a jail cell without him just breaking out? Or maybe his family's being. Well, he's, like, beaten up and mortally injured. And the reason they kept him alive is, you know, it's a power move for the rest of the country. You know, mm. we execute them on the square. Everyone can see him. And they're going to be boiled to death, which is painful. You know, so it's. I, I imagine that they they believe that they can like restrain him and at least get him to the boiling pot, you know. Um, and I I don't think that's like all that far fetched, but I do get your point on that. Uh, I, it's also um, we should mention that Shinobu was sent free. Uh, Odin pretended not to know her because she wasn't necessarily seen fighting like on their side, so he just pretended not to know her and they kind of let her go, I guess. But um. Yeah, I we'll have to see how this plays out. I do I do really like this chapter too. Um I I knew that Odin wouldn't die in this battle specifically because he there's still like the matter of them teleporting away to the future. So I imagine something's gonna happen at the execution that causes the chain of events that led Keenan Mon and and all and Rizo and all these guys to be sent to the future. Um but uh I think that's all, those are my thoughts on it. Uh, do you want to say anything else? No, that's it. It was uh, just, it was a dope. 
Yeah. They set up this fight for a long time, and I had to read it a couple times before I really appreciated it. And, you know, that that's it. He fought and lost. And, you know, there was an underhanded trick. Mm-hmm. But it was a good fight. And, I, you know, they wasn't going to give everybody individual fights or show nothing uh, amazing. Yeah. It was just dope. He, they, it's a flashback. It show, it sh- yeah. It, I guess it kind of gives us a clue to what might happen. I think this is Zoro's fight. Well, Zoro's you know going to be a prominent member. I agree. Um, Kaido himself, I'm not sure. But uh, Kaido, he's definitely going to be like a big part of this with swords and stuff. And That's what I'm saying. The only thing that has hurt him before. But then again, Luffy is literally training to be able to harm him in any way. So mm-hmm. we'll, see. we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. But um, They're in Wano, bro. And, and Zoro's the samurai. I just feel like there's still oh, yeah. a lot that needs to like there's oh, something yeah. big that needs to happen with him too. I agree. Cause Zoro and, and is, Right. It, it would yeah, be I such agree. a waste. Even I, though it's obvious, it's like, come on, man. Why for Zoro, Zoro Zoro wants to be able to cut through every anything, right? Yeah. So what better villain for him to yeah. defeat than the literal, literal unbreakable? Yeah, yeah. he's essentially Thanos yeah, I mean, to this one piece hey, universe. Dude, I'm not I'm not against it. If Zoro ends up defeating Kaido, whatevs. I'm just dragging fucking head off. Zoro's a beast, but um, I think just like narratively, it's not gonna go down that way just because it's uh, it, he's the main bad guy of this arc. But uh, I do, I do like this chapter. It's very samurai. This is like I feel like Oda take, took a lot of like influence from samurai movies, like you know Samurai Seven, the Ayakaza Nine, all that stuff. Mm. It's really cool. Um, but with that being said, uh, Brian, randomize us. X-Books. All right. We got two X-Books today. Uh, they're giving us a break, <laughs> which is nice. Um, th- we're going to start with Marauders number seven. Um, we start off with, um, with what's her name? I don't know. Callisto. Oh, God. I was hoping you knew who Okay, Callisto. I did, I did do research on Callisto to see who she is. I'm doing a lot of wikiing stuff when I'm reading X-Men now. Um, Callisto is... Um, is What's, what do they call her? Fuck. Uh, storm calls or something. I don't know. I'm forgetting. I should have written notes in all honesty. But uh, she's 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 from this group of people who are uh, formerly sewer folk, I guess. Uh, her mutant ability is that she has like ultra heightened senses. I think she it mentioned in the wiki that she lost her powers during House of M, but she regained them during the Terrigen Mist. So I guess she's kind of like an inhuman mutant hybrid type of deal um but yeah she has been summoned to um, emma frost's hideout to be instated as the white knight um you know as her as essentially the fighting force of of emma's faction and uh she was hired to go do assassin stuff um that's it mm-hmm. and that's where we start it's just more introducing callisto um when uh when Bishop arrives at Island M, he realizes that uh, Kitty Pride is not there. So, and she said she would be. So I, he's like, "Well, I guess I'm going back to Mandrapore." All the way back to Mandrapore. Yeah. Morlock. That's what she's. Called. That's what her people are called, the Morlocks. Um. But uh, yeah, in any case, he goes back. The kids uh, ca- catch wind of Bishop going back to Mandrapore, and they're like, "Hmm, take care of him." And um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're conspiring with Russia, who are kind of like some villain, uh, like a, the Russian military is like kind of a villain in this series as well. So they're just uh, they're they're colluding together. I mean, they were real brazen about that anti-mutant weaponry. They put a huge Russian star on the fucking armor. So mm-hmm. and she's mad salty. She's like, listen, uh, 
Don't talk shit about our robots because soon they're going to be <laughs> uh, something that fits on your arm. Guns. Real compact, all right? So, what you talk about, boys? Yeah, fuck out of here. You know, um, at the portal in Madripoor, at the Krakoan portal in Madripoor, uh, Bishop just, like, starts a raid. It's a, it's like a pretty cool little sequence. He's coming in and just taking down uh, Madripoor soldiers. And then this kid comes in with a knife. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you see? <laughs> And he's like, you're trespassing, mutant, and I'm not afraid of you because you guys don't kill anybody. And you Bish- can still get your jaw broken, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, then Bishop just headbutts him directly in the nose and breaks it. And this is my favorite line. He's like, I kill no man. Don't mean like, don't mean fuck no man up. Yeah. It's a killer line. Yes, it does. So, um, yeah, that, that's uh, he. Bishop infiltrates um, the uh, one of the ships of the Verendi uh, people. And uh, this is like this scene with uh, with Morlock, uh, basically. And Grandpa Morlock. And Grandpa Morlock. They they have like a little headquarters in Arizona, thanks to uh, thanks to Emma Frost. And uh, this old man is just starting shit. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, hmm, you sure you want to work for Emma Frost? And she's I like, mean, all this stuff that I'm doing right now was really nice that was provided by them. But are and you sure, sure you want to keep doing it? It sure does fucking beat living in a sewer. But are you sure you want your cool <laughs> Kate being called a marauder? And she's like, yes, it's fine. I don't live in a sewer anymore. <laughs> so were they part of a group called the Marauders or something? I don't know. I tried to look that up. I'm not really sure. Um, it, it seems to. Uh, it looks like they're saying that this chick Morlock or whatever her name is 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 got some kind of beef with Katie. Uh yeah, that's what they implied. I'm not really. I didn't like go super deep into the background, but uh, I imagine that'll come up later. Uh, during the uh, council meeting, the quiet council, they noticed that Kitty Pride is missing, and. Uh, and Sebastian's like, mm, how regrettable that she's not here. <laughs> He's all but saying, yeah, that was me. Hold on. What you going to do about it? What a shame did your friend is now absent. <laughs> and Emma Frost is like, I don't know. I know you. I know what you did. Um, she can read minds, too. So. Yeah. And Sebastian Shaw is just like, I win. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the issue picks His up. His own son doesn't even fuck with him. Like, what, yeah. what a clown. <laughs> <laughs> and the issue ends with uh, on Madripoor Bay where these Fisher folk are. Uh, they pull Lockheed up and they save him. Yay, Lockheed's not dead. I mean, he looks dead. He Well, he, they think he's dead, but please don't kill Lockheed. Yeah, come on. Be alive still. <laughs> please be alive. Um, that was Marauders. I enjoyed this issue. I'm enjoying Marauders. It's a fun series. I like the dialogue. It's fun. It's like interesting banter, I guess. <laughs> um, with that being said, we are moving on to uh, X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four. Can I tell you how surprised I was that when I looked at that front page cover and all of those names, no, on the next page, n- out of all those names, none of them were Jonathan Hickman. No. No, yeah, he is. He's on here. He's uh, he's he's right. Oh, no, Zdarsky is writing it. You're right. Um, the guy who writes Daredevil is writing this, which Ooh. I'm good with. Uh, well, it was really good. It's a good sub. Really it's a good, good sub chapter. Up. Yeah. Uh, this is not really good issue. Very, very good, good issue. issue. But uh, is that your, is this your very this good issue? This is my very good issue. The player, Brian. Certified VGI. 
This is uh, X-Men Fantastic Four number one. Um, we get a little bit of an explanation of who Franklin Richards is. He is the son of both uh, Mr. Fantastic and Sue Storm. He is known as the Impossible Boy. He has reality warping powers, but they have been draining over time. So he is losing his purpose on the team, essentially. Uh, they had to nerf him. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, the X-Men... Richards has, doesn't have the heart to tell his son that, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, the X Men are like, "Hey, we should fucking talk about this uh, because <laughs> apparently Franklin Richards counts as a mutant, and yeah, and he's really super duper strong. So we want him on our team. Yeah, we don't want him around the humans. <laughs> um, and uh, they basically enlist Kitty Pride to help them out because they apparently had a th- uh, a short meeting back in 1987." <laughs> Um, during that was before we were born, guys. Everybody at this table was not even born yet. Yeah, for this point of referencing. So uh, yeah, shout so out saw the granddads. I had no idea Franklin Richards was this old of a character, but me neither. I guess he is. Um, so yeah, basically they enlist Katie Pride because he already has like she already has a relationship with him, and uh, they're gonna go off to recruit him. He, meanwhile, Franklin back at uh, Yancey Street, uh, <laughs> Franklin Richards is being told that, like, yeah, your powers are draining and there's not much I could do about it. And Franklin's like, I want reality warping powers. I mean, I get it. I'd I get it, too. Tight if I was no, 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 I get it, too. I'm, I'm just abilities. being silly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he storms off and uh, Reed Richards is like, I'm trying my best. Um, and we learned something interesting. I don't know if this was established before, but apparently the Fantastic Four... It's just a theory. Yeah, they, they, they theoretically gained their power from this force... Called the God Power, which it just he's he's just coining that phrase. Yeah, so. it's 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 a theoretical power source for the Fantastic Four. They're trying to make themselves sound way cooler than everybody else. <laughs> no, it's it's literally no, no, supposed it's, to be like a scientific, just like little like notes, you know, just like hey, you know this this researcher brought this theory to light, and I've seen yeah. some of its applications to not only us but. A lot of people with like these abnormal abilities that aren't specifically like you know from mutants or actually I think he I think they're trying to imply like with mutants too anybody that just consumes and exp- that expels yeah. like these large amounts of energy that would it make because he writes in the scripture that you know like our like normal human physics and the way our cells are, are put together just no way it would be able to we'd be able to survive it without some type of external energy source yeah. And it's all theory. I think he's just flexing on everybody. Well, he Maybe? doesn't. Well, but it's, it's not, not Hickman. It's also like not confirmed. It it is said that this is a theory of where their power comes from. God power is just kind of like a name they thought of, and Franklin Richards' po- uh, connection to it has seemed to br- have been broken. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I noticed that's the that relevancy to the God power chart. Yeah, right. I noticed that Valeria, his sister, is not on this list. Um. And I looked into it a little deeper as to what Val's deal is. Because she's like a hyper genius, even at a young age. Like when she was like a fucking four-year-old, she was at her dad's level in intellect. So I thought that was like her superpower, but it's not. It's just kind of like she just gained those smarts from her dad and she's just better. Uh, So she's like a Tony Stark? Potentially better, yes. (laughs) Just by like genetics, she's just fucking the smartest. Um and she was also like she's also the goddaughter of Doctor Doom, who was another genius in this universe. So, wait, why is Doctor Doom her 
Godfather? It's a thing in the fan- Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four right? <laughs> where they had a, like a closer relationship. And he she never spends- harms the kids either. It's yeah, she. Doctor Doom has like a very. Uh, they they have an obviously antagonistic relationship, but they also have this like line of honor. You know that they are not. I won't kill your fucking kids. <laughs> he wishes that was his family. Yeah, he, he doesn't t- want to harm them because he's like, one day you'll all be mine, except for Reed Richards. Well, here's the crazy part. As I was looking into what Valeria's deal is, apparently when she first introduced was introduced to the comics, she came in before Franklin did, and Whoa, she came she from an alternate sister. universe. She's not the older sister. What? She came from an alternate universe where she is Sue Storm and Doctor Doom's kid, but. Then I don't know something happened, and she realized. Then they they retconned it essentially to okay. reveal it that she, you know, eventually she came out as their kid in this universe, because the old her was an alternate universe version of Val, where it's Sue and Doom's kid. Okay. Yeah. As, but as of right now, as of right now, Susan Storm gave birth to Reed her. Richards is the father. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. In any case, uh. Ben is like talking to Franklin Richards at a diner and he's and Franklin is like, my dad's like the smartest person in the Marvel Universe, but yet he can't fix me or you. What the fuck? There's a moment of silence. (laughs) Ben is like, Ben is like real as fuck. Yeah. Ben is like, come on, kid. Uh, He's really like uh, swinging for fences for his boy. (laughs) He's like, he knows that he if he could cure us and he didn't, I would never forgive him. Um. But uh, before they can finish their conversation, Johnny Storm pops in and he's like, hey, they're, the X-Men are outside. We should probably handle this. <laughs> and um, I uh, I had to do a lot of research for this issue because a lot of things confused me. Um, as they were walking out, uh, the a lot of X-Men are out there. Iceman, Wolverine, Storm. I guess the Marauders team is here. And plus uh, Magneto and Professor X himself. Mm-hmm. They've all arrived in... Uh, in New on York. Yancey Street. On Yancey Street. <laughs> it's a one-way street, too. <laughs> the thing... Oh, my God. The thing would be like, you're pulling up on Yancey? Why are you pulling Not in his hood. <laughs> okay, so, like, they're ta- they're trying to talk it over. Sue is already on guard. She has, like, the fucking force field up. She's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um... And uh, that's when yeah, there's Wolverine and Storm amongst others out there. Mm-hmm. So she put up a barrier real quick. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm not giving them your motherfuckers a chance. Yeah, that's when uh, Magneto comes in talking about crazy shit. <laughs> Yo, right. <laughs> Magneto's the most hostile person on the planet. He just comes in. We're here about birthrights. <laughs> right. And you and you know, like it didn't happen in, in a text bubble. But, you know, he uh, uh, Xavier said to him in his mind, like, bro. Can you please chill? I mean, I know this is your thing. You're but doing a lot right now. <laughs> Can you please just let me talk? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Fed, Mr. Fed is like, you're here for my son. And uh, they squabble a little bit more, and that's when Kitty Pride phases through Sue's uh, force field. Didn't know if she could do that. Interesting. I, she could phase through most things. I, the one thing I didn't know <laughs> is that <laughs> she can fly. Uh, yeah. When did that happen? Well, she can and she can't fly. Her power is quantum tunneling, so she can phase through literally anything, including the air, and do an air walk. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. All right. She never does that with the Marauders. No. Ever, ever, ever. No. Because I guess it's not badass to be flying, right? (laughs) I guess not. And I'm going to be sailing by sea, even though I could be flying across continents. Okay, so her... So phasing... 
So phasing <laughs> allows her to fly? Yes. The, it's a much deeper explanation via wiki. But yes. And it's not... It's uh, A lot of people have said it was actually air walking. It's not flying necessarily. She can ch- like decrease her density to the point where she's walking on air. This flying shit is kind of like new. <laughs> I get it. Um, I get it. I mean, I don't get it all the way, but I get it enough to move on. Well, Sanji kind of uses the f- pure force of his legs to airwalk, so... Oh. Oh, yeah, with those <laughs> uh, bangs or whatever the fuck they're called. What is it called? No, he just regular legs, just like... Yeah, right. He could... Well, it's, a, it's a technique that the CP9 used. Yeah, the airwalk. He can do That's that, That's what too. it was called? I thought it was something else. Real Japanesey. No, he calls it the blue walk. No, blue walk is underwater where he... Boosts himself underwater. Oh, Yo, whatever. I was lit. Remember he kicked the octopus in his yeah. fucking forehead? <laughs> oh, man. So Hold cool. that. Yeah, that was lit. Okay. So, anyway, they uh, the X-Men enter, and they, they just start talking now. And uh, Xavier's just like, so, things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Reed is a fucking hater, by the way. Yeah, Reed is like, yeah, we know. You guys are acting better than us. It's such a, such a such. And Xavier's like, my nigga, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> We are better. We are the next step in evolution, and we're not even trying to kill nobody. We're just we're trying to protect everyone. But yeah. We ain't gonna let y'all niggas stomp on us no more. Fuck is you talk about? Yeah. And <laughs> we already established in the previous X Men issue that your own peoples do you dirty. You ain't doing nothing new. You ain't pulling up to these to to any of these corporate motherfuckers and telling them, hey, stop what the fuck you're doing. Mr. Stretchy fucking asshole. Like, anyway, <laughs> he probably does have a stretchy asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you stretchy, bendy fuck. So <laughs> yeah, it's like so. Don't talk to me. Are you so really supposed to be much smarter than this? Yeah, I don't like it. He's just salty about them approaching his son, which I would be too. Mm-hmm. Um. So Xavier is basically like, yeah, nearly every uh, mutant on Krakoa is on Krakoa right now. We want your kid to be there too. And Sue is like, no, you're not taking my son. You don't take my son, and that's that. And then Magneto is just comes closer to him, and then she Sue's not playing games, and I appreciate it. She's just yeah, like, that was honestly what made this like such a great chapter. I mean, issue for me. Yeah, she pulls, she trash Magneto in a force field, and just like tosses his ass. She said, "Little fucking nigga, I'm not, <laughs> one, I'm not Luke Cage. I'm fucking, Su- I'm, I'm Susan Sto- Storm." <laughs> That's some fucking respect on my name. Where's Apocalypse? That's a real nigga I could fight, not yeah. you. Yo, and then, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure they they probably have a good fight. And know, Xavier's like, free my mans. <laughs> yeah, he was like, listen, uh, you're going to have to calm your wife down. And he's like, no, hashtag, no, no, no. I'm going to stretch my neck over here and tell you about yourself. Hashtag free Eric. <laughs> free Eric. <laughs> and uh, Release or I will make you release him and uh, and, exa- and read to be fair is like stop it <laughs> where where we could just talk about this he's not going to try to harm your son you doing the most right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of things are going on and meanwhile kitty just takes him by the arm and phases him through a wall and i guess and flies away with him <laughs> and she's basically saying like you should do what you want to do you know Yep. That's basically their conversation boils down to. But both the Fantastic Four and the X-Men catch up to both of them. And uh, Johnny's like, what the fuck, dude? You took him? <laughs> you just <laughs> snatched your mouth? That's like, the no, worst thing you could have done. It's like, he left of his own accord. It's like, you dragged him out. Of, you, like, phased him out. <laughs> Don't encourage him to leave. And then that's when, like, Storm pushes him away with her powers. And the X-Men are ready to scrap. So, you know, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four fight for a little bit. 
Um, <laughs> Magneto's just straight throwing cards at Susan Storm, and she's just blocking. Susan Storm, she's ready for all of the fucking <laughs> smoke, man. She wants this fight so bad. Yeah, she's wanted. It's like, oh, come for me, all of you. Um, yeah, uh, Reed is like, come on, dude, we can not do this right now. Basically, Xavier and, and this is like a good, I like, I kind of like that Reed is semi-reasonable up to this point. Where I mean, they were both on the Illuminati together. They should have a little bit more rapport than this. Yeah, but they're both on the Lu- Illuminati and they both are control freak people. So, ah. you know, uh, okay. So basically he points out like, yeah, my son is still a kid, but when he's a man, he could just go to Krakoa when he's an adult. He's still his own. He's yeah. still a boy. He put up a good point. He's basically saying like you 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 pressing the issue, and you know he was probably gonna make this move on his own anyway, just out of curiosity. In a few years, you're pushing for this, which makes me think you got some weird ulterior motives. Because I'm a superhero and I deal with that kind of weirdo shit all the time. Yeah, our arch nemesis is Doctor Doom. He's Captain Ulterior Motive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, every action he takes has some type of play to it. Yeah. So, um, basically, Kitty Pride com- is like, you should do what you want to do. And Franklin is big. Wink, wink, come to Krakoa. The power. <laughs> the power of pussy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> come to Krakoa. Yeah, and you might have a chance. Yeah, even though I can't get into Krakoa myself. <laughs> <laughs> what a scam that would have been. Even though I can Okay, so Franklin, he dashes for the Krakoa game. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, wait, 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 wait. Me too, because I'm a mutant. I can go over there and wild out. Okay. <laughs> and then he just, wait a minute. You're saying, you're saying you have a whole law that says mutants have to fuck each other? I'm here for it. I'm in. <laughs> so he makes a beeline for the gate. And uh, he can't get in. Because apparently, Reed has uh, created a device it, that masks his mutant gene that prevents him from entering the fucking gate. And everybody's like, Reed, come on. (laughs) Everyone on every, like, both teams are like, fucking Reed. (laughs) You did a lot, bro. (laughs) Damn, this was some real Eisen shit. Dude, everybody just leaves? Yeah, everybody's like, (laughs) well, Franklin. Xavier knows, like, yeah, he's going to come see us. Franklin walks away, and everybody's like, fuck, dude. (laughs) And they all walk away, and, like, Xavier's like, well, we won because Franklin's just going to find a way to come to us now. And, uh, yeah, even the thing gets uptight. It gets tight. He's just he just walks up and is like, dude, come on. I advocated for you every time. Every time I'm on your side, you prove to everyone why you're a dick. You're, you are extraordinarily skilled in the art of being an asshole. Yeah. So, yeah, good luck, buddy. Yeah. So while the uh, Marauders are off doing Marauder shit. Uh, they open something in, on the ship, and it uh, and Franklin and Val are both on the ship. Hey, uh, go Val! Uh, Val basically encourages Franklin. Is like, yeah, we could just go. Fuck it. <laughs> and uh, she's like, I want to see Krakoa too. Can, can you I say, come? hey, you're a human. She says barely, and I'm like, yeah, barely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all. <laughs> you're <but> right, you're, <laughs> but you're a human. I shouldn't be. <laughs> but um, yeah. Unfortunately, the Marauders are not heading for Krakoa at the moment, so... They're heading for a battle. Yeah. Uh, but as they're sailing away, they the ship gets upended by a big fucking machine. And who's the operating this machine? God Emperor Doom. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So this is going to be a continued side series. like. Uh, yeah, it's a little mini-series. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be like... 
it's not gonna be an ongoing it's just i think it's four issues long um but yeah that was the end of uh x-men fantastic four i liked it i liked it quite a bit uh i love dr doom being involved now uh having beef with krakoa <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Every story could use a little doom in it, so <laughs> I'm not sure, mad at it. Sure, why not? Beats Mephisto any day. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but I liked it a lot. The Xbox were fun this week. Um, you want to say anything? All right. With that being said, Brian, randomize. The champ is here! <gasps> World <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> yeah. World Trigger, chapter 191. We're almost at 200, guys. Wow. Yeah, this is we have one chapter this month. Uh, one month, dude. And that is literally the th- all right. The fact that it was one chapter and that the context of it that's why I didn't get the best chapter of the week. So. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad it's here though. <laughs> we oh, no, yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. We I'm didn't have saying. it for like a whole two years, so I'm, I'm glad it's back. But in any case, this is world chapter, chap- uh, world trigger chapter 191, Yuba Squad part four. Uh, Ecoma Squad is completely out of the game, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the uh, the little girl from Yuba Squad just took out one of uh, Yuba Squad took out the last uh, member of uh, of Ecoma. So it's her versus Yuma right now, and uh, there, there's a lot of like you know um, color commentary on the battle so far. Um, and meanwhile, you was just hunting down your hated dude, mm-hmm. the dude that you hate so much. Um, what's his name? Mister P ninety. <laughs> is that his name? Why machine is... pistol? Because he he's the type that just sprays is that a you machine down. pistol? <laughs> yeah, I think he. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a submachine gun. It's yeah, not a, it's not like a rifle or nothing. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know it was called P ninety, but uh, I think the shape. I mean, I could be wrong, but it is a it's a it's a submachine pistol. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's uh, so he's trying to high noon this guy, <laughs> and it's not working because he's got mad shields up. He's like, "Fuck, I'm not fucking around here." But that's when um, Suji comes in from Ninomiya Squad and like backs up his boy. Dude, Yuba makes the read just because he notices that this dude doesn't look as scared as he's supposed to be. I thought that was <laughs> that's why World Trick is the best guys because mm-hmm. of these little moments. No one does fighting better than this guy. Yeah, it's like a defensive no player in football looking at the quarterback's eyes. He's like, "I see you." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he. Or, or, or to be to be real, like you know, when the quarterback he could see that a defensive player is like trying to lure him into something, so they make a the quick play like to the side, like for that screen pass or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah, he cool. he totally dodges Suji and then just like roundhouse kicks him in the fucking gut. Yeah, just to get just a quick get off me, not even to take <laughs> trying off of him. No, get uh, off that's me. why he's a be- that's why he's smart because he doesn't he doesn't always go for the thirst play. He goes for the. What's going to keep me survive longer and obtain more points? Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, here's some cool little uh, information. Apparently, Yuba based his squa- style off of Sua's uh, battle style, uh, dual shotguns. Essentially, it's uh, it's kind of like um, a failsafe against attackers because, it, specifically, Kogetsu wielders, because they have this whirlwind thing. It's a long distance attack. But it only reaches 20 meters, and his guns have a range of 22 meters, so he can always be outside of the uh, whirlwind. And that's when Ikoma came along, and to counter Yuba specifically, he created his whirlwind, which has a much longer range. Uh, so Mark. cool. <laughs> yeah, counterplay in the meta. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, now it seems that Yuba's in real big trouble, because Nino Mia <laughs> just blows up a really house. Really big trouble. He's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> So now Yuba... I'm here and I'm not trying that hard either. Yeah, it's Yuba against the entire Ninamiya squad. 
Which, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> um, I'm for it. Yo, I wouldn't mind if Yuba just solos the entire Nino Mia Yo, right? <laughs> and it's not even about Nino Mia. It's about, like, Mukumo versus fucking Yuma or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be okay. He just takes it down one by one, and Nino Mia's like, no, I was supposed first, to fight Kuga. First things something. first. Blonde boy, you're dead. Sword boy, you're dead. Right? Nino Mia's like, hey, did you really think blah, 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 And then it's just him left. Like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> it's high noon. No, but um, with with uh, with all jokes aside, I feel like shooters literally counter um um gunners. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a really rough matchup. Yeah, the it's... same way gunners beat swordsmen, and I, I guess swordsmen are supposed to beat shooters. I feel like shooters have no the, um, the best advantage. No, nah, I don't know. I think everything's just balanced in a way where shooters aren't necessarily a win instantly because Osamu's a shooter and he died at the hands of well, he was like cornered at the hands of blonde kid from the squad. Yeah. So well, it's like listen, it's no. a balance. It all depends on how you use it. So yeah. except for Yuba, he specifically developed his style so he can att- like defeat attackers. So Yeah, so I guess that means that he can handle shooters. Anyway, since he didn't have to specialize in anything for it. Yeah. That's cool. All right. I'm excited for it. But uh, in any case, that's when um, the battle between uh, this Oni chick. High and- IQ Oni. That's her name for the rest <laughs> of the series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she lands in a, a, a den of spider traps set by uh, Osamu. and uh, Who's she's- not as smart as her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, uh, she's fending it off pretty well, despite the fact. Very well and very intelligently with her shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while she's like defending from user's attack, she's like also shooting off bullets from all different directions. So. Oh, man, what a fucking play. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious. He's <laughs> talking so much shit right now. <laughs> Why are you so mad? <laughs> okay, so I. But, Osamu, uh, but Yuma doesn't. Patient, t- you'll see. Osamu doesn't take uh, Yuma doesn't take any shit. He summons his scorpion uh, shuriken and he throws it, and it looks like it misses at first. He no, he he unleashes his brand new ability on on high IQ. What's her name again? Oh, Oni. High know. IQ Oni because she's listen. She's a very capable opponent that he needs to come up with brand new creative ways to defeat. There's just no other way. <laughs> it's such a he hate. had to unveil this. He already, she already, he already did that to her. No, you remember when the they were other training? brand new things? No, this her. is the same <laughs> thing. It was the shuriken thing. No, but he has this one bouncing off of fucking grass. Yeah, this was the cool. The other one, he threw a shuriken to the ground and connected his scorpion with it. I thought this was cool. I don't care what you think. It was cool. Too bad it was against. No, of course he needed it for high IQ. <laughs> only. Yeah, yeah. Are you not getting it? What I'm trying to say? Now? I don't. Feel, they, I don't know. They say so much about this girl about her being. Oh, she's gonna be great in in the future. Oh, she's so smart. They've been like literally saying this ever since she's been introduced. Every time there's a moment with well, you, but you know, her. it's potential all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, whatever, bro. Who fucking cares, dude? This is my only gripe with World Trigger, and now it's. Ex- exasperated because we only get it once a fucking month. Like, dog, you can't carry all of these characters. And I don't know, bro. I thought you had enough to say, okay, I got my core characters that I'm going to move forward in the next arc. Bro, you can't bring everybody on. N- not even One Piece can do it. They just do that weird thing when they say, hey, you remember that guy from five years ago? Of course you don't. Well, here he is. Only One Piece does that. You know what I'm saying? No, and they can only do it well because everything else is written well, bro. It's just I don't, 
I don't like it. Yeah. Stop picking up all these different characters. Like, keep it clean, bro. You're going to write yourself into a corner. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like you're reading into this because there are characters. And then he used this brand new ultimate. Dog, he never did that before. He created. He's done beastlier shit. I didn't know you could summon so many grasshoppers at once. Yeah. By the way. You must have actually done that. I've never seen him do that before. I've seen him bounce off off of multiple ones to travel. Yeah. I've never seen him surround. I didn't know the you grasshopper. Could even, yeah, the grasshopper. I've seen is, him set them in different spots. I didn't. Yeah, you regardless, can, he, this is a brand new technique, and he used it to take her out. Well, it's not like Yuma. Yuma doesn't like do these technique named techniques where he's just using them constantly. You know, like he doesn't yeah. reuse techniques like multiple times for the most part. So it's not like this is like a thing. This is like, this is my ultimate. Do you know Ooh. what this means, bro? And let me get to the root of my concern, okay? About me being salty. This means that he's about to get fucking smoked. Nah. We can talk about it more after. Let's nah, finish. Nah, dude. I had to get that off my chest. I'll tell you that. I don't. I think you're a little overreacting. <laughs> I hope I am, Because there's bro. no way Yuma's getting smoked. He's not wounded at all. <laughs> Yeah, listen, man. That's like, not what I'm trying to and say. And Yuma has like an almost endless reservoirs of fucking Tryon. No, my prediction it's going to be Osamu Wait, let's finish, let's or, finish the or Chika. Let's finish the chapter. I mean, we'll there's nothing much left uh, after this beast move where she he traps her in a yeah. dome of grasshoppers and has the shuriken bounce around in this grasshopper Just dome. She um chop her up. Like the grasshoppers start to disappear, and then while she's like trying to swing back. Uh, like defend herself against the shuriken one last time. That's when Yuma jumps over her and just stabs her from the back straight through the heart. And uh, her name is Obishima, not Oni. Uh, and she dies. High IQ Obishima. She doesn't get a hit on Yuma. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you know what? Maybe I went really hard. <laughs> Maybe I'm just tight because, you know what? I want more world trigger. And you know, Yuma, no matter what, just bodies people he in the most did. extreme you know way. You know he has what? a track record of being the most extra fighter in this entire league. If I could play devil's advocate and to, to what I to my own statements, I'll go ahead and say that like he probably just did this to her because he knew he could pull it off against her. He was like, "Bet I'm about to use this new trick, trick her up and take out real quick without taking any damage." So it yeah. was fire. Don't check, get sorry, check out this guys. cool this, thing. It was fire. I just. I think it was the first time I went real hard. Yeah, that's why it was trigger. uncharacteristic. And I'm like... I was projecting I know we're sadness. upset that this is once a month now. World Trigger is still the best. Hey, here's the hope is that, like, maybe he's just reaching the end of the chapters he's been drawing for two years. And then now we're probably going to start to get longer chapters mm. that are actually monthly size. I mean, that's the hope. I, either that way, I'll hope. take it. I'm just grateful he's here. I'm I've grateful, lived in a world yeah. for two years without World Trigger. And uh, it wasn't I, the best. It wasn't a good world. Trump got elected in, <laughs> in that time. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe if Ashihara was here, we could have avoided 2016. Uh, but with that being said, that was a world trigger. It's it's uh, it's fucking awesome. As usual. What do you want me to say? <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all good. Um, Brian. Randomize me. The champ is here. Another champ. Ignored that one. <laughs> <laughs> Another champ. There aren't many champs aside from World Trigger. Batman. Oh, Daredevil's a champ. Batman. Chapter eight, uh, issue eighty-eight. Um, yeah, we uh, Catwoman is like trying to dig up this fucking grave for some reason. I think it's the grave of the guy they like the where he she thinks the main villain of this arc is buried. But um, 
she's talking to the Riddler while she's doing it. And Riddler's just like all skinny and gross still. Just like, yeah. like Catwoman. You know what I mean? yeah, something happened in the year of the villain arc. I don't know, but he's. <laughs> I'm not mad I missed that, man. Yeah. I just wish they would stop showing him like this. Yeah, like put on some fucking clothes. Yeah, dude. throw on a white tee. You don't have to throw on your <laughs> uniform or nothing like that. Just I don't know, bro. Get yeah, dude, throw, throw some sweats on. Yeah, some gray sweats. Whatever, bro. It's your crib. How are you skinny and ripped at the same time? <laughs> that makes no sense. That room looks highly uncomfortable as well. Like he's just torturing himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. He's basically talking to Catwoman and they're like having villain banter, but also being like, they're okay. <laughs> this guy is back. And she's like, I don't believe you. It can't be. But uh, she opens this cap casket, and I don't think it's exactly what she thinks. But inside is actually their Joker. Uh, what? Interesting. Hmm. I wonder yeah, if just this ties. <laughs> I wonder if this ties into the three Jokers. God, I fucking hope. You said that is confirmed. It is coming. Are, okay, it's okay, coming. Okay. I mean, Je- here's yeah. the thing about those the, the three Jokers and Jeff Johns. He's no longer like the head honcho of DC Comics creatively. Why? He's more focused now on like developing the movies and the TV shows. Uh, okay. He's an executive producer on those, so All he's right. taking less of a hand into the comics, which I I'm not excited about. I mean, <laughs> isn't I he get, writing I a movie? The DC stuff a chance? Yeah, he's been involved in every movie that's come out. I think he's actively writing a movie. I don't know which one it is though. I want to see that 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 Harley Quinn movie that's coming out, Birds of Prey. It looks dope. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm watching it this time. The Sunday. actress is cool. Um. <laughs> in any case, um, yeah. Meanwhile, we cut to Batman, who's ch- who's cuffing Cheshire after she got motherfucked by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> She's still alive and well, guys. No bones. She could still walk. <laughs> She's like, I'm taking Cheshire with me, and I'm like, to a hospital. I hope she should be dead. Um, I'll never get over that. She sh- she should be dead. Um, but in any case, he knocks her out and takes her into the Batmobile. And uh, Lucius is like, mm, "I found your guys that you'll need to capture. I know where the villains went." And um, yeah, we cut back to Catwoman talking some more, and um, she's with the Riddler. The Riddler is like, "How did you make him like you and not make him see us as one of uh, one of us, one of the Arkham set?" Because I have a vagina. <laughs> yeah. Pl- <laughs> the power of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are just ugly dudes. Yeah, I can't flirt with him. I did. Yeah, look, look at, at you. Look at me now. And look at you. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> his, his worst nemesis is a skinny clown. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gross. You guys had no chance. No. Me? I finessed that. Yeah, but he, and then Riddler's like, hey, so we all had a hand in this. So when he finds out... <laughs> What's he going to say to you? Matter of fact, did you even tell him? And she's just like, mm-hmm. none of your business. No. And he's just like, oh, so no, right? <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to reading about she your breakup in the tabloids. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I would have just been like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I you, told him. All right, then I guess I'm beat. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but then she would have like hung up and be like, ugh. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> uh, so she's just she starts to communicate with Batman, and she's like, "Batman, I have something. To, why are you? <laughs> I have something to tell you." And then she turns around, and um, 
uh, a voice comes out from the Joker corpse and is like, he can't hear you. We planned this entire time. Mr. Dionysium. Yeah. Well, well uh, it's not Joker. It's not. the bad guy, the designer. Oh. oh. Remember, he's talking through like a bunch oh. of corpses. Panda, panda, panda. What? <laughs> hey. No, I didn't realize that. The villain, the designer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got broads in Atlanta. All right. Um... So they whack Catwoman with a shovel and just be like, ha-ha, Shiraj, you Which will probably kill anybody else normally. Yeah, but, but I guess, mm-hmm. she, you know, she has armor in her suit. I mean, we've seen stuff. Cheshire get back suplexed by a truck, so. You know, hey, every- this is on the low end of the extreme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, know, can- <laughs> you know, every human in in any car- in American comics just have extremely dead skulls. They just survive any... Incredible yeah, impact. Like, yeah, their brains will be jelly by the time they're forty-eight. <laughs> like, uh, jokes like jokes on you. I already have CTE. Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened to the JSA. It wasn't Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> it was CTE. So um, we cut to the penguin who has all of the assassins chained up. Oh God, this got me so tight. And he's like, Wah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's what's up, but listen, uh, be on my team and. Uh, and you won't have to worry about a fucking thing, all right? Well, he explains that the, re- the the way he got them out is that apparently the bat prison just saps itself of oxygen if anybody tries to escape. So uh, Penguin used that opportunity while they were passed out to chain them up and bring them to this meatpacking district of yeah, Gotham. And he also like paid the he 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 was able to get cops that he paid in to work for the GCPD. Yeah, um, you know, whatever. Stuff, you know, it was cool. cop stuff. But then, so, okay, okay, so he goes through the effort to break these guys out of a super maximum lockdown facility, bring to his own little warehouse, locks up these four other people, but, you know, Deathstroke, Slade, just gets up out of his, his chains, like... What did you think? Right? And I'm like, come on, man, why didn't you... I don't know, man. Why didn't they just fucking kill him? Well, I... Oh, uh, yeah, healing factor, right? I don't know. Uh, it is kind of silly. I don't know why, but you know, villains never fucking kill people when they're supposed to. So I, I kind of take that for granted at this point. <laughs> it looks he's like I could pay off the other guys, but what can I do for you? What, 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 what is your payment? And he's just like nothing. I'm out. <laughs> well, I guess for like these villains in particular, they would rather have them alive. So if they need them again, they can just pay them for something else. I don't know. That's for- my. That's my best excuse can we talk about how this guy is so fucking ripped that he has abs around his abs and his abs look like they're caved into his fucking abs (laughs) yeah that's deathstroke though brian that's deathstroke himself he's ripped upon ripped um but yeah he basically breaks out the other assassins and that's when batman shows up crashes through the fucking wall and he's like i'm here now and he starts systematically taking down all of the other assassins. Takes little nicks from each guy. Yeah, he's like, it's not that big a deal. She's like, hold that, hold that, hold that. But then one of them gets him in the back with one of uh, she gets the penguins. He gets stabbed in the spine, but you know, no big deal. Uh, he's got armor in the back. Oh, there's also, there is some blood there. Which I was surprised. I was like, wait, a normal sword killed you? Like I mean, it's an umbrella knife. So. Yeah. And those are much stronger. <laughs> it was made with pang- penguinium. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it looked like a steak knife, actually. Yeah, he just took a steak knife. Okay, so he grabs... So Deathstroke is like, hold it right there, Batman. And he holds Penguin hostage. He's like, if you leave, if any move and the Birdman dies. And, uh, you know, everybody gets away. Yeah, I know you don't want him to die, because you would have... 
Ben killed this nigga. Yeah. Ben killed this guy. But uh, I'm killing him anyway. Bye. <laughs> and then he's he, like, I'm just going to wound you enough so that you have to take care of him, but I'm out. Yeah, later. <laughs> so he literally, like, pulls a smoke bomb. And he's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Noah takes a page out of Batman's book. Maybe he took that shit off his belt. He was like, yeah, I'm going to need one of these, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one who can afford cool things for their belt. Uh, so Batman is like holding on to Penguin for dear life. He's like, shit. My my His bat vil- gloves probably are dead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, my frenemy. Uh, Penguin is like, listen, uh, the four of us, Joker, Riddler, Catwoman, the Underworld, United. We did this years ago. <laughs> Batman, as soon as he heard Catwoman. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Yeah, so apparently it's basically revealed that, like, in the past, these four villains got together and put together a long game that would put put an end to Batman himself. And uh, the target is Bruce Wayne, which it always is. <laughs> it's never not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and every, all, every time a villain Good says Good luck, that, guys. It's actually Batman yeah. who's been kicking your ass this whole time. Yeah. Like, I wonder how that's going to work out, right? I know we've threatened Bruce Wayne's life before, and you've always stopped us, but this Every time, different. Every single time. You've always happened to been there and stopped it, but... Who was he, your boyfriend? <laughs> was that Lois Lane to you? <laughs> like, hang on. Hang not on, judging, Batman. Just asking. <laughs> hang on, Batman. We have a new target that you have never thought that we would ever target. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys did this like three months ago. But meanwhile, we cut back to Catwoman, who is, like, being buried alive. Yeah. And then they're just still taunting her, like, don't struggle. This will end soon. And she just finds shonen strength. And it's like, no. I feel like she was just laying there, letting them put the yeah. dirt on him. Because, <laughs> because she's like, all right, let me see if this nigga slips up and says some shit, thinking I'm about to die. <laughs> and then I guess she was like, all right, he's getting too far, and I ain't hear enough information, so I got to get up out. Maybe she gets, she just wakes up from getting whacked in the face with the shovel. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I don't know. Like, he was just talking shit to her the whole time regardless. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then she just activated and said, fuck out of here, man. And, she's, and this guy is like, there's no use running, Catwoman. You've lost. And then a giant mallet smacks him in the face, and she's like, no, I have a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of me. And it's Harley Quinn who comes to save Catwoman, which I thought was cool. I didn't you know. I think it. it was cool. And to be honest, she's just drawn way better than Catwoman is. I don't know. I like the way Catwoman's been drawn in this, like, this artist. Yeah. She looked a lot nicer. This is Tony Daniel, I think, who's drawing this, who's kind of like a veteran in Batman. He's been drawing him for a he long time. He made Harley Quinn look really dope. Hell yeah, dude. Sure. Um, but that was Batman. Um, still good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so far it's it's doing all right. Um, I'm I'm very much enjoying it. Still on board. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what Harley Quinn does. Hey, quick note in Justice League, Batman, uh, Alfred is still dead. Yes, and even in Justice League. Yes, I thought that was important. I'm I'm glad that this Justice League literally the same way this Batman story kind of just took off and went ahead with a story. That's the same thing Justice League did, and that's the honestly what saved it. Yeah, I agree. Um. But with that being said, that was Batman. Brian, randomize us.
Black Clover. Oh, yeah. We're doing Black Clover, chapter 238. Um, There's a lot of action in this chapter, so I think we could kind of like go through it. This is chapter 238, Zeno's Power. Um, Captain Vengeance was just L'd. L'd served a huge L. And then... Um, exactly the way we predicted it, too. Yeah, you know, remembers that this guy was involved with the murder of his parents. And uh, he's the, um, Zeno is like, hmm, you've killed my friends, eh? Figures they were only at 40%. I'm more than that, so I'm stronger. And uh, he just, like, throws a whole bunch of bones at them. And, you know, there's, like, you know, big battle. You know is not strong enough to go through it. He kills Klaus. <laughs> yeah, and the other person. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, I think Klaus is dead dead, though. Yeah, Klaus was dead. I don't dead. want. All right, all right. It's not that I'm happy that he's dead, but if I hope he is dead, so something of finality can happen. You know. Yeah, consequence, I guess. Yeah, it's it's kind of good fuel, and I did like him as a character. So it's I did too. But <laughs> it only took. It would be whack. I just I don't want them to show this oh, kind of. They are both dead. Look, it looks like they're. they're I only saw over Klaus. For them. Um, yeah, yeah, they're all both dead. Uh, I would hope. I I mean, you know, for consequences' sake, I agree with Josh. Um. But uh, yeah, his sword is not able to cut through the bones, so you know, you know. Or rather, the bones are regenerating faster than the wind powers re- de- deteriorating them. Pretty, right, pretty beast. Yeah, uh, King Amaru wishes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, and uh, Zeno's like, hmm, maybe I'll show you some of my power. Some of my dear. Fifty-five percent, to be exact. And he summons his devil. And uh, we cut to immediately, you know, is just, he's like, it's not like you're weak. It's because I'm stronger. Yeah, at least he gave points. him that respect. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and then he just. It looked dope. And he actually showed emotion on his face, which I I was very happy to see. I was like, okay, so he's not going to totally be an expressionist, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is a cool two-page spread. I like it. Yeah. Um, we cut to immediately, like, uh, the guy, the messenger dude from the uh, Spade Kingdom shows up and, you know, <laughs> is seemingly dead. And yeah, this little fairy's crying over his body. It's sad. Um, they're probably obviously not going to go through with a you-know death. No, but he's out. <laughs> that nigga has his own swind sword stabbed into his No, that's the bone chest. sword, dude. Oh. This guy's. Okay, okay. He's got a sword, one of his bone swords just... Pegged into the fucking earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we? they hold. Yeah, the whole Golden Dawn got fucking erased. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Good chapter. Can't wait for you know to just come in and just swing his sword at that guy Asta. and win. Yeah. Oh, oh no. yeah, Asta. Exactly what's gonna happen. No, what's gonna happen is Yuno's gonna be out of commission for a while, and then you, uh, up to a point where Asta's in the middle of a fight and losing faith, <laughs> and that's when you know's gonna come in. And is like, hey. Are you okay? You don't look like you want to be the Wizard King. BT Dubs, I've gotten stronger too. Yeah, and I've been training. While I was out of, while I was in a coma, I was training inside my mind and learned new tricks. And Asta's like, you know, you bastard, I will be the Wizard King, and then they're just gonna power up and with the power of friendship and, and beat the big bad devil in the space. Yeah, but until then, this was Gigi a f- Nori. <laughs> until then, this was a fine chapter. Uh, I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, you want anything to say about it? Brian Random. Justice League Odyssey. Yeah, Justice League Odyssey uh, issue 18. Um, I love this cover, by the way. Uh, (laughs) I think this cover is pretty cool. Um, It looks like uh, Darkseid's releasing an album. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is album cover. He's hard at work. <laughs> I've been in the lab. Been. <laughs> Him and Apocalypse, man, they're both like, they probably be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take over the world and kill all humans? I want to take over and kill all humans. Um, so basically, we pick up where the last left off. Jessica and Gamma Knife and Orion are fighting Cyborg and the goons. And, um, and what's his face? And Zotar. <laughs> Zotar's like, I will be promoted. And um, I will be known. <laughs> I'm going to be a god soon. But uh, the Eskatar, is that what its name is? Yes, the Eskaton. Yeah, the Eskaton comes out of nowhere. He's like, I've been freed and I smell dark side. Uh-huh. So he just kills everything in his path. Well, he kills that guy. Well, yeah, he kills Zotar. Zotar. <laughs> like, no! No, Zotar! He rips him in half, literally. Yeah. He's like, I'll never be a god now. <laughs> <laughs> now my gut splattered across the floor. <laughs> ceiling. He should have just made me a god now. <laughs> and he didn't even absorb any energy or nothing. He just ripped him in half and said, next. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I thought there was a point to them killing him. Yeah, he's like, more. Give me more to annihilate. This one was weak. <laughs> and reeked of nothingness. I will kill this one. Fodder. Big then- machine looks up. Yeah, so uh, the GG machine himself goes after Cyborg, yeah. and Jessica just holds him back. He's like, hey, we had a deal, dude. We'll bring you to Dark Side, but you can't kill a bunch of people. And he's like... Remember that deal you made with Dexter? And he just said, Dexter? And she's she like, said, the cat. And he's like, ah, the organism. And he's like, mm, we regret the pact, but we acknowledge the terms. And then uh, he just turns back into a cube. <laughs> he's like, hmm, I regret this decision, but fine. I'm a man of my word. I'm an eschaton of my word. Respect. Uh, yeah, good guy. <laughs> Honestly, all things considered, he could have just killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, like the Beyonders, they couldn't care less. You know what I'm saying? These guys, well, no, they're not even. They sane. couldn't say this before. He ripped one of them in half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy. No, no, no he, they that guy was violent. Him to death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but she just didn't want him to kill Cyborg because, you know, still have her ring. Yeah, and Jessica's just like, come on, Vic. You can fight it. Whatever's in you, you can fight it and get out of here. And then uh, Cyborg's like, peace. <laughs> and then he mother booms a boy, booms boxes away. And uh, <laughs> I yeah, love very rudely, too. Orion's like, he doesn't do it smoothly. He kind of just boom, explodes the area and knocks her all, like, off a hell of a dick move. Like, Ooh, ow. It was hurtful in more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, Orion's all sarcastic with her. He's like, good job, Jessica. God. You couldn't just let us fucking smoke this guy. Uh, meanwhile, back She's with... She's like, yeah, again, that was my friend. You know, the ones that you've never had. You would not know. Okay. You went too far. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Man. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, we cut to uh, Ipo, or I think that's how you pronounce Ipo. He's uh, talking about how he's the Ip- Lord of Ipoch. Time. Epoch. 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 Yeah, I say Epoch. We'll call him Epoch. Ubach. No. Ubach. Don't invoke his name. He's ta- he's just like repeating himself over and over again when they realize, oh, he's in a time loop because he's a time traveling character. Oh yeah, that's one of those things. <laughs> and oh, I would have no. never guessed. I just would have thought he was retarded. <laughs> 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 yeah, honestly, just like. This is the funniest part because they keep trying to bring him back to this time, like his consciousness to this time, and he keeps uh, turning physically into the future. And, and the first thing he turns stuff. into a future version of, of himself, where he's like, "God damn it, Jessica, you ruined everything." 
and then they come back and then he's like an old prophet guy who's talking to gamma knife and then he come back and he's talking to luther because apparently he was preposition proposed by luther at one point and he's like no you're wildin luther <laughs> this you're the villain shit you're doing right now i don't want to be any part of that dude i'm trying to fix history um yeah, a whole bunch of shit. He gets another future version of himself where he is all broken up and he's like, dead worlds, we're all going to die. And uh, after a bunch of shenanigans, they finally bring his present self back and he's like, whoa, what a trip. Uh, <laughs> and uh, apparently all of those histories aren't set in stone. They're all possible futures and, pa- and past that have already happened in, at one point or another. But the future versions of themselves are only possibilities of what will happen. He even like he's like okay so what happened while I was gone has there been a reboot because yeah. and he's like yeah I you should read Doomsday Clock is pretty good. <laughs> he kind of references Doctor Manhattan too. Yeah, he uh, he references real loosely. A lot. He doesn't say his name, but I mean, who the fuck else would it be, right? Yeah, he 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 knows all of time. He knows everything that's ever happened and everything that will happen. Oh, it might have been Mark Shaw. Yeah, it could be Mark Shaw. Um. Meanwhile, back in space, um, Jessica Cruz, Gamma Knife, and uh, and Orion are flying through the air when they run into a future version of Jessica, who escorts them back to uh, to Epoch's ship. And she's like, "Hey, I'm a future you. Don't worry, you can trust me." Uh, Epoch's gonna tell you everything that you need to know. So <laughs> we cut back to Epoch to sep- to the Sepulchre, and <laughs> Dark Side is like, "Zotar is dead." Ping. <laughs> and Cyborg responds with ping. And he's like, and the para angel force annihilated. What else, boy? Ping. <laughs> well, that is unfortunate. <laughs> Zotar was one of my best men. I was going to promote him to God manager. Yes. <laughs> he was this close. So basically, he's like, all right, it's time for us to know more about what Jessica Cruz is doing. So he sends Starfire, Azrael cyborg and Shadowheart and psychot which is psychot <laughs> who's a squid-headed dude i imagine a psychot dark seed is yeah and dark seed is um so they get sent off and uh apoc explains that like hey so a lot of shit's going down you have like a bunch of extinction level threats threatening this universe perpetua lex luther and now dark side and one other identity i have yet to learn um Nah, I don't think it's Doctor Manhattan. But they dealt with him. I don't think they're gonna. I mean, they kind of dealt with. Yeah. Do- and also, Doctor Manhattan's like dead at this point, kind of. Remember him? Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be him. I doubt it. No, I think he's just talking about. He's just referencing things that ha- are happening and have happened. Well, the other other identity he has yet to learn is, I guess, what's gonna be what happens after the JLO, the Justice oh. League Odyssey, deal All with right. Darkseid. But maybe, who knows. Uh, in any case, they're like, all right, so the only solution is to rewrite the entire universe's history. And they're like, all right, again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, again. Yeah, and after getting another message from Cyborg saying, like, uh, he's fucking wilding out over here. You got to do something, Jessica. And um, Jessica's like, all right, let's rewrite time. And that's where the issue ends. Please save my robot ass. <laughs> it stinks over here in Apocalypse and Core. Darkseid doesn't shower at all. Never. <laughs> that was Justice League Odyssey. Uh, it's a very fun book, still. Very enjoyable. 
Um, it feels like it has bigger stakes than everybody gives it credit for. You guys should really be reading this because I think this is going to be important down the line. Yeah, I think it's going to tie in with the DC metal and all of that mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah, that's the hope. Um, do you have anything left to say? Nope. Brian, randomize it. Dr. Stone. Yeah, Dr. Stone, chapter 137. We'll get through this really quickly. Um, the drone is free, and uh, it's a big tug of war for the drone. Um, essentially, this chapter boils down to, like, Jonas Jafar shoots down this fucking drone, and uh, he holds it down. That Senku and, and uh, Ryonosuke, I think that's his name, are, like, tugging on the drone and uh it's all part of senku's plan he's like let it go now and then um as the drone is heading directly for uh ibarra you see the petrification device being activated and he's like haha i've planned this his entire time i said five seconds and five meters as um as the uh petrification device starts to con- starts to activate but then ibarra just throws his old hat at the thing. Yeah, and it, and it blocks the... The petrification device. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. I think he funneled it, actually. Is that what happened? He covered it and funneled it. <laughs> like <laughs> That's pretty wild. <laughs> but... Um, you see how it's closed on that side? And it's kind of... It so if it was to explode, it would launch back out. I thought that it just, like, held it in place. Maybe. And, then and maybe I think, I think he activated it again. Yeah. It just stopped it, because and now it only has the time. So after five seconds, like after the two seconds it remains while it was flying, it would just like explode in space until it stopped and then drop. But then that's when our Ryunosuke just like blitzes through the petrification uh, blast and uh, distracts Ibarra. But uh, from uh, noticing that the uh, the output part of the earpiece is still attached to the to the petrification petrification device and that's when Senku says five meters one second and that turns Ibarra into stone Dunzo yeah Dunzo and uh, Ibarra is defeated Uh, Senku is like I did it but I'm alone again and um, he gets a message from uh, this chick's sister and he's like are you okay and he's like no this time I'm actually not alone which is cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool. This is a good trick conclusion. Um, I liked it yeah. a lot. You know, I didn't think that it would end this way. The only thing I was confused about is like I thought you had to say it in person to in order for this to activate. No, because <clears throat> the only reason it didn't go off when he was in because when he's in the van is because he backed up mm. far enough. That is literally right on the device. Okay, that makes sense. Well, in any case, that was Doctor Stone. Very fun chapter. Um, Brian, random. Daredevil. Mm-hmm. We're on Daredevil issue 17. Um, last we left, Daredevil and Electra stole a bunch of money from uh, the Stromwinds and distributed amongst the small businesses and uh, legal aid clinics and homeless shelters around Hell's Kitchen. Uh, and uh, he goes to Foggy. Oh, he goes to the to the mother of the guy that he murdered, essentially, to look for his parolee. And uh, she's there. She she serves him coffee and stuff, but then she realizes, like, I know what you did. 
your parolee came and told me everything. And um, and Daredevil's immediately like, whoa, shit. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. And then she's like, it's, it's, it's not okay. But I know you made a mistake, and it was a thing that happened in the line of duty. My son was a criminal, and he risked his life, and he just kind of got the short end of the straw. So I'm not going to put it on you because you help a lot of people. And that's what you've done. Your track record kind of redeems you in this kind of thing in a way. She said, yes, I'm I'm an adult and, and I have wisdom and I understand that, you know, life is shades of gray. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's nuance and intact involved with thinking and doling out punishments and understanding. Yeah. So nice for her. Yeah, She's it's a, really a little lady. It's a nice moment. Um, meanwhile, Hammerhead is just taking down more of Izzy's uh, fucking neighborhood businesses. And that's when she walks in like, hmm, you know what? I've been thinking about your offer to be your lieutenant and I'm out. I, I'll have to turn you down. And uh, Hammerhead's like, duh, whatever. I'm going to I could just kill you. I'm Hammerhead. Yeah, duh. I'm just, you know, big dumb idiot to you. <laughs> oh no, that's Tombstone. That no. does that, right? No, no Hammerhead does, does too, that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hammer, no, Tombstone doesn't do that. Hammerhead does the thing with the head, okay. where he just headbutts you to death, I guess. And um, Izzy's like, "I've come to kill you instead," and he's like, "What?" But I have so many goons. <laughs> I have a goon squad. And then uh, she's like, "Yeah, I turned your boys against you." Blah blah. And I, I think he's dead. Which I don't care. I, uh, I'm i not sure because... Well, hammer- he does have a hammerhead. Yeah, the whole thing about hammerhead's thing is that his head is almost invincible. So I don't I don't know if he's dead. I mean, I wouldn't mind either way. I don't for really care sure, one way. For sure, him probably out of commission for a little while. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel Universe isn't losing anything of substantial value if hammerhead's not... If hammerhead doesn't make it out of this. So <laughs> it's not the worst thing. I'm not like, what? How could they kill hammerhead? Hammerhead! <laughs> So yeah, so I, I'm fine with saying that he's dead. He's he's dead. Um, meanwhile, Matt goes to uh, Foggy's office and he's like, "The fuck? That was you giving all this money out, all this like dirty money out?" And he's like, "Yeah, but I'm not Daredevil anymore, so I'm trying to make a change." Different. I'm in control. And then Foggy's you know like, what? "Yeah, like cause <laughs> you're attacking the people that that really do harm." Yeah. But um, you know when Matt Murdock. Gets out on the street. I don't know if you want to explain more about this situation here with Foggy. Um, no. That's, a, that's but, but you know, Foggy, Foggy gets just mad hates at him. the fact that he's a superhero still. He just wants him to be a lawyer and help people down. He's basically Alfreding him. He's just like, just be a lawyer, dude. Just chill the fuck out. Like, you can still die. You're not, you know. Well, it's Spider-Man. also just like he's, he's implying. He's, this is a thing that Daredevil's confronting this issue that what he did will have consequences that well, ripple out. Yeah. And, and, that, and again, like, when this guy comes out. He 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 runs into somebody on the street. I think it's someone he knows. Edmund. Yeah, yeah. This kid named Edmund who was uh, who's an activist of some sort. Yeah, so you know he he's a pretty informed kid, and he's not stupid. Uh, he basically says that listen, I'm real suspicious about this money because even though it was really dope what happened, you know, uh, I, I know that things like this don't usually work out. I mean, the word he uses is you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch or et cetera, et cetera. No, not in this version of America. I'm sorry to hear. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's basically so the money that wherever this money came from, the bill's gonna come due eventually. Yeah. 
yeah, it's a wise it's a wise th- way to look at things. You know, it's just like yeah, this free money in theory is pretty great for the neighborhood. They don't have to attack Daredevil or you know whoever Matt Murdock is acting like now. <laughs> <laughs> Not Daredevil. Super lawyer. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, I want to get. Oh, well, the citizens over there, they're all happy in Hell's Kitchen. They're they're, they're they're spending their money and being being dope. Cool. Let's go fuck with all of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's 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 the vibe I got. Like, damn, people about to get ransacked and shit. Yeah. Um, I hope not. Yeah, so Matt is now considering the consequences of his actions, and he's like, well, I guess I got to fucking start thinking better and try trying to do my due diligence a little bit more. He you visits know, the nun. Yeah, but hold on. Before you talk about the nun, um, when he's talking with Foggy, he mentions something about um, – he mentions the nun, and he kind of cut – and Matt Murdock cuts him off. Does something happen between them? Uh, not that I noticed. I thought I thought that was weird too, but I think they're implying that he has feelings for this nun. And uh, there's none uh, as a nun, so that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, he's just doing too much. <laughs> Matt, like, you can't sleep with everyone. Yeah. You already slept with a mobster's wife. Mobster's wife, Electra, the assassin. And now a and nun, dude. on a nun. Come on, man. Piece of shit. Low-bearing <laughs> fruit. Ass motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he goes to her and tries to seek for advice. And basically, one of her is like, you may be in danger because I'm close to you. And she's like, all right. <laughs> uh, she's like, well, I ain't scared. Know, I got I'm God. Sure Jesus Christ is going to save me. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ himself will come I don't down. know what you're talking I'm sure about. he's a Marvel character. All pantheons yeah, exist. He said, I mean, you don't see these guys with claws out of their hands and uh, controlling literal gods and stuff. You know, as guardians. Jesus got to be real. Come and on. Greek gods, you know. That's what I would think. I would definitely think Jesus Christ is real. Yeah. There's a little short scene with uh, Fisk <laughs> recovering, and he's like... <laughs> Uh, his boy is just like, hey, dude, so we have a bunch of meetings, uh, but I can schedule them for home so you don't have to walk out. Oh, no, out. he did. He did schedule them for home already. <laughs> he knew he so you don't want to walk out of here after you got your ass whooped? And he's like, yes, I'll take it. And uh, he's like, okay, so there's this Venetian masquerade if you want to go there, but I can cancel it. And he's like, oh, the Stromwind's going to be there? And he's like, yeesh. And he's like, the nerve. The nerve. Yeah. Uh, the owl is plotting some stuff. Uh, he realizes that Izzy is not going to go down as easy as Hammerhead because she, her guys are loyal, so she won't. he won't be able to turn them against her. And the, the only vulnerability she seems to have is her family. So they're going to go after Oh, that. big surprise. Dun, dun, dun. Um, meanwhile, at this Venetian ball, uh, Daredevil finds a, a mask thing, like a, a fancy party mask. And uh, he go. He's on his way to confront the uh, the Stromwinds. Is uh, what's her name? Tiffany, I think her name is. Ye, whatever, cheating ass bitch. Yeah, che- Mindy. Is. Mindy is her Mindy. name. Yeah, cheating ass Mindy. Yeah, cheating ass Mindy is walking down the street and getting her last message from Daredevil. As he's like, "I'll leave you alone. I know I was wrong. I'm sorry." And yeah. she's sick because that's that was not what she needed to hear because she just wants him more now. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, she didn't say it, but come on. That's Mindy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she runs into her husband, and she's like, your mom's fucking everything up for us. And she and his dad's like, no, she's not. No, she's not. And um, <laughs> that's when the go- uh, the owl's goons shows up, and they're like, all right, well, are we going to make this easy or hard? You know, it will, everything will be fine if you just cooperate. And back to um, the party, Daredevil finally confronts the Stromwinds. And he's like, the fuck? What are you after, dude? 
they immediately know he's Daredevil. Because they do? Yeah. And they, they know that Daredevil stole the money, too? Well, I don't know if they... Uh, yeah, I think they, they kind of figure that he's the one who stole the money. But they say that, um, you know, he's like, you stand too straight in that tuxedo. You're pretty... You're... Uh, you, he, they eventually figure out, it's like, you're the Daredevil, huh? I know who you are. Uh, we didn't do anything to fuck with your city because we want to fuck with Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, he says it right here. You're the big bad devil. The one who stole from us as punishment. So he, they know. Wow. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, shit. Everyone cleared out. Yeah. They, as soon as like he confronted, started confronting them, everybody in this party is like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then, oh, Wilson's there to help him. <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> right. But, uh, but yeah, they're not, they're aiming for something bigger than Hell's Kitchen. You know, they're not like, we're not doing this for your, for Hell's Kitchen. Who wants this fucking dump of a that's neighbor? Five by five. What are you, <laughs> yeah, four six, by what? I've seen this. Yeah. I'm, uh, this is just stage one. We're, this is just kind of like easy money shit, you know? And, uh, about an army of goons show up and, um, Matt Murdoch doesn't fuck anyone up. He just kind of dodges them and escapes. And nice. um, yeah, it's cool. Um, then he gets a call from Mindy, and Mindy is like, "Mindy, is he? Mindy, I'm a thirst bucket." <laughs> yes, Mindy, you need me to come <laughs> over. Four hours ago, Mindy, I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> I understand exactly what I did wrong, and I shouldn't have gotten involved. Four hours <laughs> later, four hours later, Mindy, <laughs> Mindy, is that you? Shouldn't have gotten involved. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a classy way to put it. <laughs> and uh, that's when uh, Mindy is like, you used to represent superheroes, right? They took my kid. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I thought you didn't like me anymore, but I guess you only like me when you need me. <laughs> How could this happen to <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah. So uh, as the Stromwins are, escape- are uh, leaving the party, they're like, we should uh, do something specific for our vigilante. Get someone who um, who really will put a sh- strike the fear of God in his heart. And she's like, mm, who should we call? What's his name? Lester? And he's like, yeah, that's it. Bullseye. Eh, whatever, man. That's I mean, life. you know, just like Electra, Bullseye is always going to be a thing in every Daredevil run. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just uh, I'm keeping an open mind because Chip Zdarsky has been doing pretty well with mainstay daredevil tropes so i'll, I'll have faith in his and b- his inevitable bullseye <laughs> arc but um this is a good issue overall uh, i'm excited to see where it goes um nah it's not much to say i just liked it it was lot. really good yeah daredevil's just good all around if you're not reading it you're missing out uh what <laughs> brian randomizes that is the end of the american comics yeah brian randomizes Samurai 8. Ooh, Samurai 8, chapter 36. Uh, 36, t- titled Hanachi and Goku. Okay, so uh, last we left off, Mio was just talking to the dudes, giving them a bunch of exposition, and now he's just gone. Uh, and they're like, well, that was that was quick. Nigga said too quick. Yeah, normally it should take three weeks, but I guess... Our god of plot convenience made it faster. Uh, <laughs> I'm being goofy. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm being silly. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so uh, they they get te- teleported to Hachimaru's inner space. It is essentially his 
mind, I guess. Um, yeah, for all intents and purposes. So he's like, this shiny ball of light is your, uh, is you know, your memories of cool things, and uh, this is where your dad lives. You know, even though he's gone, he will always remain here as a star. Your memories will never fade, which is a nice moment. Yeah, I did like I this like little moment. Yeah. Um, now uh, here's your trigger set. <laughs> This is cool. <laughs> I, I like this a lot. Yeah, he, he has, like, the potential to unlock a whole bunch of different powers, you know. Um, he has to get his stats on so power. One of which are guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like he how, has a whole gun branch. I like how everything about samurais is gamified for some reason. I don't know what that what means. What you mean? It's, like, gamified. It's, like, you know. Oh, gamified. Er, yeah, I thought you yeah, said gamified. I meant gamified. Oh, you're talking about for this series? Yeah. Yeah, I it's love really it, It's really cool. Yeah, they, they take that... that like if if World Trigger mirrors like sports, this is, you know, specifically mirroring like a video game. I could take and it I'm or leave all it. For it. <laughs> it's a little tryhardy sometimes. <laughs> I think it'll get better with time. Gamers try hard. I do. I know what you're talking I about. Mean, he, fair. he 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 does. He goes really hard to like he when they literally say yeah, it's like a menu screen. He literally says it in these pages, and anyway. I was just like, I I, I get it, bro. So it's yeah. Okay. It's like, um, okay, so 36 chapters in, and we're still explaining the goddamn power system of this. This is for sure <laughs> geared towards, like, 12-year-olds, though. Yeah. You just know, I just know it, man. That's why it's so much, okay, so so much explanation. Okay, so they basically explain that uh, Hachimaru has all these weapons, but he is not able to use them right away. He has to reach a certain level in, these, in all these... Uh, in these attributes. Starsalashu. Yeah, in order to use them. Um, Atmos Fangs, that big-ass wolf head technique they used earlier, is uh, not unlocked because the, the only reason Hachimaru was able to use it is because he was directly linked to Dharma, who could use it. So... Rakuto Punch. Yeah. <laughs> in so many words, he can only use them in, a, in certain... Um, in certain situations. Yeah. They explained the stamina bar for this series. Um, Which is dope. It's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> the lower the stamina bar in the spine gets, the weaker he is, and he has to recover by doing what Dharma does and going airplane mode. Um, yeah, you got to rest. Yeah, and there are attributes that are only um, unlockable if he reaches infinity attributes. <laughs> yeah, when you're a lord. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when he unlocks his QB nine tail powers, he'll be able to use those. Uh, mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, he also has a game map that brings him to his allies. Aha, <laughs> I like it, though, man. I like I liked this part. I thought this was cool. Um, so, you know, uh, these uh, these stars link him to people who are meant to be his allies during fights. I imagine. Yeah, the main characters, the key holders. Uh, Ryu is revealed to be one of them. That's oh, why this one is close. Um, yeah, I like that. You and think that you think that this kid Sand is gonna be his uh, princess? <laughs> I, I doubt it. I don't. I mean, that'll be Sanda's, interesting. <laughs> if Sanda's not going to be an actual samurai, then what the? I mean, a key holder samurai. Then what the fuck else is he there for? I mean, you know, there are two. Yeah, I guess there are two classes. Maybe he can get there. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Maybe they're hinting at that with their whole friendship shit that they've been That's doing. That's exactly I what I'm talking. You might about. not be wrong. He might be the only combat-based princess. Which I wouldn't be mad if they said, "Oh, guys, can we princesses?" And it's not particularly a romantic thing. It's a uh, it's yeah, a, it's a partnership. No, yeah, they call I agree with prince that. Prince or something. I agree I don't with know. that. I agree with that. I you think got that would be cool. Samurais. I mean, why the fuck not, right? Yeah. Um, Speaking of. Yeah. Meanwhile, on this uh, kitty ship, <laughs> they're basically uh, the Meow Meow Express. <laughs> they're confronting this girl whose family they let <laughs> just brutally die. 
and they're like, why do you, why didn't you save my family? And she's like, well, you are special. And she's like, is that supposed to make me fucking feel better? She's like, I mean, I couldn't really. We can only take you up. You know who quick. my, you know who else was special? My fucking dad. <laughs> that would have been nice. The guy who served me coffee every morning. And he's like, well, whatever. You know, you're going to be the strongest samurai in the galaxy. Yeah, you're a whole main character. You don't have to worry about those Yeah, things. you're you're in the main cast. So, it's fine. I hate her character design if she is going to be a main character. Yeah. I mean, it'll grow on me. I think it's fine. I don't really mind it either. It's fine. Um. So, yeah, they're basically like, she's tight. She's like, I've been through a whole lot today. My family's dead. And I'm pretty tight. So I don't feel she like she definitely has some sort of like like sixth sense precognition situation going <laughs> on. That seems to be like her uh, a thing about her. Yeah, she sent they they imply that she sensed that like all those questions about death that she was asking earlier on is because she sensed that her entire family would be murdered immediately. Um, but she couldn't really like place it. Uh, in any case, Sam cat uh, cat samurai dude oh dog samurai dude is just like. I'm getting impatient. I'm just going to reach into your mind and see where your friends are supposed to be. And uh, he does that. He's like, there, I found them. They're really close, actually. So he teleports the ship over. <laughs> They're not that far, actually. Yeah. He, he teleports their ship closer. Uh, Hachimaru wakes up at this time, and he points out that Ryu is one of his uh, box key companions. And he's just like, oh. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's when this guy shows up and teleports the whole crew onto their ship. And he's like, hello, main characters. <laughs> We're also main characters, too, except us now. <laughs> We'd like to be invited onto your main cast. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Um, I like this chapter, all right? Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. Um, things are starting to move in a different direction. I actually direction. did like the little girl. I, I don't think she has an awesome design or nothing, but I don't think she has a lot of potential as a character already. Yeah. She's already kind of unconventional, so I like it. Yeah, I mean, her, her design is just kind of like... It was fine. I didn't really think about it. I don't like it. when they do... St- Weird stuff with the eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. I don't really notice things like that. Mm. You know, uh, her character is just kind of regular to me, her design, in terms of design, but I'm not mad at it either. Also, their ship is a bunny. I thought it was a cat. Oh. Anyway, that was Samurai 8. <laughs> Do you want to say something before? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brian ran <randomized>. my <laughs> Chainsaw Man. Oh, shit. I forgot Chainsaw Man. Uh, Chainsaw Man, chapter 56. Um, a lot. <laughs> everybody gets yelled at for not eating their vegetables. Up yeah. <laughs> Which they should be. Your yeah. mouth is not a fucking amusement park. Eat to live. <laughs> Don't live to eat. That's what my dad used to fucking tell me. <laughs> yeah. Two of the um, two of the assassins are in this place where they're eating right now, and uh, they right? ex- they explain that like this lady explain it's the dude from the uh, fox that killed the fox like a couple chapters ago. The, are you ready to kill a sixteen year old boy? And he's yeah, like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Is. You know, it's just like a fox, right? And then she's like, I used a cursed devil to uh, to do some voodoo shit on Denji. You stab someone with this four times, and you can take their life, but you pay a great price. She already. St- apparently stabbed Denji three times yeah. at this point. Like, you only need one more. Yeah, and it's, so far it's sacrificed sensation in her several of her fingers, so she can't feel in several of her fingers. And um, she's like, I wonder if I still have my sense of taste. And she eats it, uh, the burger in front of her. She's like, nice, I still got that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. Show do you like. Yeah, there's a scene with the demon, the, the plague mask demon, demon and this lady that pops up. I forget her name. 
but she's she comes around every now and then and she wiles out <laughs> um but then the one of the brothers who killed that guy shows up disguised as the one the of guy that killed. they killed. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Her, we've been we've been taken by surprise, and my buddies were killed. Go find a phone or something." And I like how the how the girl and the fiend they're kind of just looking at him like, "Oh, so what you want us to do?" And he's like, "Go, go, go some fucking help." And they're like, "All right." <laughs> and he's like, "Fucking idiots! I didn't even show you my badge." <laughs> yeah, but they wasn't. They they also wasn't super ready to go do whatever it was that he was saying. Like that's what was funny. <laughs> so yeah, um, basically, Denji is just like I think they're using me as bait, dude. They're like Denji and Power are just hanging out. I'm liking their relationship. They're just two bros at this point. Just like yeah, each other. dude, they're totally fucking like brother sister. If anything, yeah, they're, they're fucking using me as bait, and uh, and Aki's like, yeah, we are. Um, so, but if you if you if this blows over and you don't die, you get to go do a notion, a notion, ma. And power is tight because, like, I get no rewards out of this. Denji's always getting fucking rewards. And, I, and uh, he's like, "All right, what do you want?" And he's like, "I want to suck a human's blood dry." And she's like, "All right, well, if if we succeed our mission, Denji, let her suck your blood dry." And she, and um, power's excited, and that's where the chapter ends. Yeah, she's like, "Nice." Now I have a small goal in mind too. Yeah, I like this uh, chapter quite a bit. It's a it's a chainsaw man, so it's like a big build up. When the action starts, it's gonna be fucking 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 wild bananas. Um, But in any case, that was Chainsaw Man. Death Note. All right, end of the road, guys. We are on Death Note, this special one shot that was released. Um, okay, this I is you so much Death Note. <laughs> honestly, that's what this one shot did for me. Is that immediately after finished reading, I was like, "Damn, I missed this series." Yeah, <laughs> I'm honestly gonna start rereading Death Note just because of this. Uh, it starts in 2013. Ryuk has just been apparently just d- selling his services as a Death Note loan shark. So humans can do the same thing that he did. Uh, and like no one else has had the success that he has. He does it in exchange for apples. But uh, he but he's not getting enough apples out of this. <laughs> so <laughs> so he goes more. Yeah. So he goes to the human world and tries to restart a conflict with the Death Note so he can so he can have as much apples as he wants. He needs a real capable human like Light Yagami. Uh, and he f- he goes to this kid in 2019 called Tanaka. He uh, he touches him with the notebook, and Tanaka seems to have memories from back in the day about Ryuk, and he knows that he remembers like the Death Note. He used it before, or he had possession of it before. Really? Yeah. See, uh, d- he touches him with the Death Note. He has all these memories, and this is po- and even these memories are post light. So. Oh, okay, okay. So he's like. Huh. You're back, Ryuk. And uh, Ryuk mentions that she he's a Shinigami that always keeps his word. This is important. Um, and we get a little flashback. Essentially, the f- notebook happens to fall on Tanaka in, 23, in uh, 2015 by this point, right? Mm-hmm. This is 2019, 2017, actually. And um, he meets Ryuk. And Ryuk cho- uh, drops it on him specifically because he's a smart guy. So... You know, Ryuk's just looking for apples. That's all he really wants. So he's just trying to manipulate this kid into using the notebook so he can fucking have fun and have apples, you know? No Uh, serious stakes. Yeah. 
Uh, so he's like, I don't know what I want to do with this. So here's the deal. You come back in two years and I'll decide what I want to do then. Uh, I won't have any, he won't have any memories or anything. Uh, he just feels like he won't, he, he just needs two years to, he doesn't want to make a decision right now. Um, meanwhile, he, they, he lays out the rules that like, there are some humans on this earth that should still be able to see me. So, and it'll be these specific characters from the original Death Note. Mogi, uh, Matsuda, Aoki, and uh, Nier. So he goes back to the Shinigami world after making the deal. And this is present day. Coco didn't touch it or whatever the dude's name was. Mocha. Mogi? What was his name? No, the, the other kid, the, the, the twin to Nier. Or his oh, no, he's dead. He died? Remember he died? Mello? Mello, that's his name. Yeah, Mello died. He did? Yeah, he was killed. Oh, okay. So is Tanaka in... France is that France in that present day panel? I think they just used a picture of France because he's still in Japan. Um, but yeah, so essentially two years later. Yeah, he comes back two years later and um, he remembers everything and he's like, "Yeah, I can still do what I wa- originally like my instinct was when I got the Death Note initially." And his plan is to sell the Death Note. Uh, and that's what this story is about. Wow, it's f- honestly, dude, that's it's smart. fucking genius. Yeah. It is actually Why genius. Not? He uses Ryuk to uh, to post a fucking for a bidding auction thing on the national news, so that anybody in the world could want could uh, purchase a Death Note if they have the right price. So he watches as, and uh, still these guys can still see it. So they're aware that someone has the fucking Death Note again. They're like, uh, yeah, okay. Damn it! Now Matsuda's like, fuck it <laughs> and then um, Nier is also privy to the fact because he sees Ryuk and he's like, oh, shit, we have another death note. But he calls uh, this new kid Akira, you know, because it's not the same thing. So he's like, I want you to catch him alive because I want to meet him. I want to ask him questions because this guy's obviously smart and he's going about things in a different way. So I'd rather meet him and see what's it, what he's about. Um, Nier doesn't do a whole bunch in this chapter, honestly. He's just kind of like, he kind of resigns himself after a point to a fact that, like, we're not going to catch this kid. He's, like, really intelligent. And it's not like he's using this Death Note in an incredible way. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, he, it's not like he's smarter than Light or any of these other, like, super smart characters. It's just the way he's not using it and setting this up, he's smart enough to mm-hmm. where, you know, it, look, there's nothing we could do about it. It's also the fact that it gets out of Nero's control. Like, there, there's mm-hmm. nothing he can do at some point. Like, there's literally, if he gets involved, he'll be making enemies of the wrong people. Yeah, he'll be... It gets to a point where as the this bid goes on, he attracts the attention of President Trump. Trump is a prominent character in this Death Note chapter. So well, he, $500 billion. Yeah. yeah world leaders are... are Putting in the bidding. Bid num- bidding war for uh, for the Death Note. Yeah, he keeps fucking increasing the price. He keeps like leading these guys on, and then he's like, he finally reaches one quadrillion dollars from the U.S. president. One quadrillion yen. Yen, actually. sorry. Um, and uh, yeah, he's like, all right, I'm ending the auction there. And uh, Nier is just like, he doesn't, he's not killing anybody with the notebook. So, what do you, how do you intend to get that money? The only way we can get him is to intercept him. While he's delivering the Death Note to Ryuk, uh, to whoever buys the uh, the Death Note, so um, there then there's this scene. Ryuk gets a visit from this guy, uh, Armonia Justin. What? Yeah, that's his name. 
Yes. He's Who, a, what a random name. He's an Emma. What, this guy. Our, what? Armonia <laughs> Justin. Justin. And then literally <laughs> under it, it just says, why? If you don't read any further, it says, why? Why? Because fuck you. That's why. Keep reading. I guess that's a god. That's the He's a god. Shinigami. He's a Shinigami who uh, is an emissary of the Shinigami king. Whoa. And he calls Ryuk over. He's like, hey, uh, whenever you can, come to the Shinigami world. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Just, you know, whenever you have the time. The king is wants to talk to you. <laughs> he would like, but it's not. He, he's not, like, pressing him, right? He's yeah. just saying, hey, whenever you're, right? Yeah. I need to know the seriousness. I didn't read this. Yeah, he's like, once you leave the side of your human, please come with me. C- please go see the Shinigami king. And a uh, big two-page spread reveals that Kira's power has been sold to the president of the United States for one quadrillion dollars. I don't know. There's a lot of zeros, no commas. So. Yeah, so, and I'm a dumb American. <laughs> a whole so. lot of money. <laughs> Just a lot of zeros. Way more than anyone should be spending on anything like that. And there's people It's a like, mass weapon, though. That's yeah. a mass weapon of destruction right there. Oh, so they, what? They're taking it. Was that what President Trump said? That they want to take it so that no one else could use it? Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. That's what they're saying on paper. Of course. That's the political yeah. reason. And uh, nearest people are like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> we can't, are we going to, if we're going to go after the death note, that would involve seizing it from our own government. And uh, Nier's like, it'll be fine. Let it go. <laughs> no, Nier, his words were, I'm not going after that shit because I live in America. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's not about, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's like, all right, so we're going to get our own government mad. Then we're going to really be hunted and killed instead of maybe get our names written somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, definitely get killed and become enemies of the state. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the maybe, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the next day after the auction goes through, the money from the winning bid is announced to be deposited into uh Every, into equal amounts of everybody in Japan with a Yotsuba Jep Bank of Japan savings account. So everybody who has an account at this bank gets 1 billion yen a person. Also, also below the age of 60. Yeah, also below the age of 60. So everybody in this, in, in Japan with this, in Japan specifically, oh, with cool. this specific cool. bank, gets a billion yen. Yeah, so that causes pandemonium a little bit because everybody's like, the fuck? Uh... But, you know, there's like a, an, a limit to the account, <laughs> the amount of money you could take out every month. So, okay. Basically, he's setting them up so that they don't have to rely on, you know, rich people mm-hmm. to survive and do what they want. Okay, yeah. yeah nice. So he, uh, he, so he, he's like, cool. And budgets them. Cool. With that cool. being said, I'm uh, giving up ownership of my death note. I'm done. I'm just going to forget all about this and live my happy life with my billion yen. And uh, he's like, wow, you managed to use a death note without writing a ma- name in it. That's pretty sick. Yeah, that was a fun time. And honestly, uh, it's a pretty fucking smart plan because he also set it up so that the Death Note would never be used again as well. Because just remember, I didn't read the end of this yet. Oh no, that's Sorry. just they—they they don't really explain that. Like, but that was also a part of the plan. Is like, um, since they—I think Near brought it up earlier, but um, since the auction was so public and all that stuff. If people start dying of, of they're going to know know that the death note was used, so they can't really use it. Yeah. So, um, so Ryuk meets up with president Trump. This is like, here you go. Uh, I actually got yelled at by the Shinigami King before I came here. So he yelled at me about having, letting a human sell the death note to, to someone. So apparently the Shinigami King added a new rule to the death note. And, uh, a human who buys or sells the death note in the human world will die. 
when the seller the seller will die when they receive the money and the buyer will die when they receive the death note and trump is like fucking what <laughs> huh <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> let's say it back it's wait it's literally what happens he actually refuses to take it and he renounces his ownership to Ryuk again and he flies away but the tragedy of this situation is the uh it was written Minoru doesn't know about this new rule. It was written before this deal was finalized. So he doesn't count towards it, right? It also he doesn't he told Ryuk to never show up around him in person again. And Ryuk's like, Well, I gotta keep my word. I'm a Shinigami who keeps my word. And a month later when uh Tanaka tries to take out his money, he dies. Because that's the moment he receives the money after selling a death note. And he dies. It seems that Ryuk writes his name specifically down after realizing that he's going to die anyway, so I might as well take his life force. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a reinforcement that the Death Note stories are essentially monkey's paw stories. So, yeah, sad story, but very Death Note. And uh, I really did like this a lot. Uh, so he Robin Hooded <laughs> the American government and gave, every, you know, most of the people in Japan, you know, the, the means to you know, live a prosperous life or whatever. And then he dies. He got, then he dies because the rule that was made after Mm -hmm. he even made the, yeah. Okay. So I, I hope I'm not the only one that feels this way, but, uh, meh. I I thought it was kind of clever. I mean, I guess the thinking that was involved while reading it and the, the excitement, I guess of the whole mystery and what's going to happen next. And I guess, but just this, this, this ending is kind of, it's yeah. very death note, but it's also very underwhelming. Hey, like, yeah. Whatever, I, man. I, I, like, I totally get Like why do you have to die? Because of some rule that was arbitrarily made. Well, the no, whole, it wasn't arbitrary. It wasn't. Arbitrary. It's because that's the first time anybody has ever done that with a death. Well, note. honestly, thematically the story of death note is that, um, Eventually, if you use this death note, no matter what you use it for, whether it's good intentions or bad, it's you're going to end up in a very shitty position because you can't. And that's the point. Yeah, you can't manipulate this kind of power without a, a cost. But hence, hence why the hard rule was written, because the king was like, oh, you're so smart to get around that. Guess what? Now it's a new rule. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. Don't he, ever. Don't. <laughs> he's like, yeah, come on, humans. Let's think of some better shit so I can make it another rule and ban it. <laughs> No, you can't use it. Yeah, it makes you think like how many of these rules were just because humans tried to get just just try to be smarter than God. Excuse me. And also they they also in the beginning of this, they also made a point that um, all the shit that light did in the original series would probably not work anymore. Now, that was a cool little point they made. So not and he all they also said that light still would have figured out how to do shit. And even in modern days, so I'm curious how he could have actually done shit he like that. He was that. God, man. He only slipped up because of other humans involved in his plans, you know. But I, I guess he was forced into that position. And whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a death note one shot. It was pretty cool um, while it was happening. I I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I missed death note. Uh, it was cool to see it again. Um, but with that being said, that's been our show. Thank you guys so much for joining us once again. Uh, very much appreciated. You can find us on the social media. It's at the Chris Espinal at uh, 
jdcole underscore 37 at b.esp on twitter and instagram follow the show on twitter and instagram at new jump city uh email us with any questions suggestions anything you want us to talk about at new jump city pod at gmail.com find us on twitter find us on instagram uh i'm gonna we're gonna try some new stuff with video so starting with this episode so you may see some stuff coming up uh soon we're gonna be streaming for episode 50 so watch out for that so yeah we're working on it guys uh but uh yeah stay safe new new jump citizens peace out